Hey, Clone Casanovas. Um, so, uh, good news and uh, bad news. Let's start with the bad news. Uh, the bad news is, when we were recording uh, tonight's episode, about 30 minutes in, um, I was unplugging something from a electric receptacle for a segment that we were doing, and uh, the computer accidentally got unplugged. So, um, that's the bad news. The good news is, uh, we did have a backup rolling, and it saved it. Um, so we didn't lose anything, but more bad news. Um, the quality is uh, iffy at times. If we get a little loud, it kind of cuts in and out a little bit, but, um, you get the gist of it. It's like the first 30 minutes or so. Um, and then the audio files are clean after that. And it's a three hour episode. So, you know, Hey, that's a pretty good percentage of a three hour episode that doesn't completely suck audio wise, but I don't know. The audio's fine. It just kind of goes in and out and that. So just bear with it. And um, yeah, so, uh, but I hope you enjoy the Rebels finale. And uh, remember, go to ermusfinlandhouse.com. That's ermusfinlandhouse.com. Use that promo code CloneCast. Get yourself 10% off. Give the Bondsman store a visit. All right, on with the show. Let the great experiment begin! Do it. Yatta. Those greedy, bastards. Yatta, da, 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 da. Some of feed them hard. Yatta, da, 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 Closing off Rebels. We have a couple moments this episode that yeah. deserve this. Zeb's feet. <laughs> yup. Melch dive. Yeah. Melch for a split second. Gregor. Gregor. Rex and Gregor having a moment. <laughs> Oh, that shit makes me cry, dude. It's a great song. Man, is it Robin Hood? Is that what it's from? Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the class. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tom. An, I'm Adam. Yeah. It's an emotional day over here. It's an here. emotional day. We're, we're going up. We've never gone on a break. We've never taken a break. I think this is the not longest. For, not for lack of trying. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've gotten COVID a few times. Yeah. Uh, but no, we've always pushed through and got episodes out. We've never taken a formal break. And so we're going to be taking in our long esteemed friendship. 15 years, I'd say. Yeah. 16, something around there. One of my longest friendships. Yeah. Out of that, this is the most we've ever seen each other continuously. Yeah. By far. <laughs> yeah. By far. This podcast is the one thing. I'm going to miss you because I know I'm not going to see you for four months. This is the one thing <laughs> in my 30s. This podcast has like, required me to like keep a friend for an extended period of time. Well, I mean, we, we always, through the years, even when we hadn't seen each other for like a year or two, we would just be texting. Yeah. We would just exchange text. Most of it was just sending memes back and forth. Yeah. But still, it counts. It was. Um, and I would send you pictures of the top of my head and be like, am I balding? <laughs> 
<laughs> and you would be up drinking lonely by yourself in Chicago, and I would be working overnights. And me repeatedly telling you, you got to play Red Dead. You got to play this game. That son of a bitch was right. <laughs> that son of a bitch was right. But no, uh, you know, we're going to, we got the con coming up that we're going to go to. Uh, I'm sure we'll do just Adam and Tom things where we go do something. We'll be checking back in with people. Yeah. And we don't have the thing with this break is last time we took a break, quote unquote, we had like a scheduled release that we put out every week. <laughs> so we just literally were recording once a week still. So it really wasn't a break. No. Now, this time, we are going to put stuff out. I mean, it's not like we're going to take, like, uh, we haven't even decided how long we're going on break. <laughs> we probably should have done that before we hit record. But, I, I mean, we're not going to be, like, every week for the next four months going to be putting something out. But we will put stuff out, and as things come out and things pop up and news drops, we gotta whatever. Check, we'll check back in with the clone cast of Novus during break. Yeah, and me and the Authorian man, we already did a high commentary on the first uh, episode of uh, The Young Jedi Adventures. <laughs> and I was out of my mind this night. Like, it was the worst high I've ever had. And uh, I calmed down by watching The Young Jedi Adventures with the Authorian man. So that'll be coming out. There's going to be stuff. But anyways, what we normally do here is, on this Clonecast show, uh, we are watching and reviewing in chronological order that goddamn Star Wars Rebel show, previously the Clone Wars. That was emotional, closing that one out. You get really attached to these little characters yeah. in these shows, don't you? Um, so you can go back, and we've reviewed every Clone Wars episode. That's something that we may want to revisit during the break. Yeah, there might be some best ofs coming out. Oh, yeah. We got plans. Will we do the plans? It's Remains iffy. to be seen. <laughs> We've, we're going to try. We're going to try. Got to get a website. We got to maybe get a T-shirt or something. Man. Um, but yeah. So, uh, But now we're watching that goddamn Rebel show, and we are closing it off. We are finishing off family reunion and farewell. Uh, this is going to bring us to the end of Rebels um, and our first break. So um it's, it's emotional we're gonna say goodbye to some characters we've grown to love over the last year and a half here but when we return from break our plan at least right right now is yeah we got plans we're gonna try to review resistance our, i thought we were doing young jedi adventures no res resistance wait a second i thought we were doing young we jedi do re adventures. resistance first and then we get right on into young jedi adventures ah uh, what about uh tales uh tales of the jedi jedi remember we never formally reviewed tales of the jedi no we got to do resistance. sorry i was just stalling so resistance i i was next. just stalling so i could find this quick it's the resistance theme <laughs> this is what we got in store for the future it's going to be a completely different vibe. I have a feeling it's going to be nuts. Even the theme sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Good fanfare. What are you talking about? Half-hearted at best. Oh, no. Are you coming in a sourpuss? Oh, I'm... I, are you going to be... Are you going to be... Are you going to be like... Uh, you got to show me thing, something. The only thing that's, that is keeping my hopes high for resistance is being able to talk about it on this podcast. <laughs> well, Oh, hey, otherwise I would not touch that thing, but I'm looking forward to it now. Yeah, now, you have never hit play on it. No, not once. Why are you so against it then? Because I've heard it's horrible. <laughs> Who told you? <laughs> Who told you? 
I don't know. I hear things. <laughs> you hear things. I've heard like from many people like, oh no, 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 no. It is actually a kid's show. Okay. You know who likes it and swears by it? Who? Garrick. Really? Yes. Well, I do trust Garrick's opinion. Yeah. Okay. It may be a kid's show, but it's got heart, baby. All right. And it's got freaks. <laughs> Dude, we got so many freaks on this fucking, on this place, man. On this, There's so many just background characters for us to just, just chew on, man. I am looking forward to it. There's Dude, nothing, there's nothing. In the first that- episode, I will tell you. You get one of the strongest Snivians you have ever seen. There is nothing that would please me more than if I tuned into this show and started watching it because you're watching the whole thing before me. We're flipping the script. Well, um, I've watched like eight episodes or so. But you need to finish it and understand the lore so you can explain it to me. Oh, I got the lore. <laughs> now, our main character, Kaz, his dad is the annoying fucking senator in the new republic that's fucking buttonheads with mon mothman oh, right. harrison doula and ahsoka it's all coming together See, and you sh- are a sour puss. this is the shit i'm looking forward to oh man it's fun all right um we got a lot of segments today do we do we want to talk about anything dude everybody's flipping on trump the last few days have you seen this no Oh, so okay. Hope picks, or no, not hope picks. It's Jenna Smith, it's Jenna, whatever. That. Before we get into that, typically what we do is we bullshit for 20, 20 to 40 minutes, minutes, and then we get right on in that episode. Right on in. Might yeah. go a little bit longer tonight, but big episode. We got a lot of segments that we got to cover before we get out of here for our break. So, so back to people flipping on Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of his lawyers did. Sidney Powell did. Um, Mark Meadows just agreed to testify. Flip thing on trump you just mean like is this they agreed to testify for like they're pleading guilty for plea deals uh mark meadows just uh decided to he's uh gonna give his testify he's gonna testify uh as part of an amnesty deal is this in the georgia case or the new york case i don't know man it's just i haven't looked that far into it i just know people are flipping all over the place i think it's mostly the georgia one right now. the georgia one is about voter fraud yes and And that's one where he's literally on tape saying All you need to do is find me 11,876 votes. You're referencing the perfect phone call in in his words. He had a perfect phone call. Yes, but that's where I believe everybody is flipping on him, right? Because I know um, the Jenna Esquire Smith, whatever the fuck she's... Dude, I looked her up. Like The thing with Elon Musk's Twitter, which is really annoying, X, X, is you used to be able to just not log in and click on somebody's profile and you'd be able to, if they're a public profile you'd see their recent tweet not anymore what it does now though is it is it, it still does show you their tweets but it's like they're ones that had the most interactivity if you're not logged in are you logged into twitter on that computer right now i think so damn okay i wanted to figure out what's her name jenna something if you go into jenna ellis if so, you go into incognito mode it might show you okay well the thing is when you click it now, it just shows their most like retweeted ones. And she just pleaded guilty today in the Georgia election case as some sort of plea deal, right? She's going to testify, get a lighter sentence, whatever. And it was so funny because I wasn't logged in when I clicked her profile, this Jen Ellis. I was in my, I was on my work computer. So I just saw like her most liked tweets. And it was all like just lined up from like November 2020 to January 2021. Just like constantly like, clearly there is fraud here. Why are we no longer ignoring the facts of the case is this and that? And just every single tweet is like that. Just like claiming fraud over and over again. And then today I see her. She's just pleading guilty and like crying to the judge. 
And fucking Sydney Powell is rolling on him too. Like, remember Sydney Powell? She was that just awful lawyer yeah. that they ended up. I think they had her there for like a week, and then Trump was like, even Trump was like, we got to get her the fuck out of here. Like, even he was like, she is off her fucking rocker. The so, four years that he was in office, there were like a, a handful of people that just like came in and then were like rejected like a bad organ transplant. Yes. Like, it, like, uh, uh, the, what was it? Scaramucci. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the mooch. The mooch. And then sure enough, as soon as he gets fired two days in or whatever the fuck it is, book he writes a, a book dollars. and then he's got a podcast where he's like a moderate Republican yeah. who's like an anti-Trump guy. <laughs> I love the grift, dude. I respect the grift on such a deep level, man. It's insane. Oh, my God. Uh, the mooch is one of the best grifters all time. You know who's also Has really good? Hold on. Has he gone on Dancing with the Stars yet? Because he definitely will. The mooch? Yeah. Um, I don't know. We could give the mooch a fucking... I, he's definitely been on some sort of reality show. He must have been. Let's see. Anthony Scaramucci. <laughs> Watch, he's had his own reality show that's gone three seasons already. Okay, so yeah, he was an, he's an American financier who briefly served as the director of communications for the White House from July 21st, 2017 to, can you guess the date? August 2nd. July 31st. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even make it to August. <laughs> uh uh yeah um so uh let's see here though i want to see uh, I can't wait till his, what his next cabinet looks like appearances in media here we go um scary Mucci paid one hundred thousand dollars to have scott Ibridge's logo in the film wall street money never sleeps 2010 along with two cameo appearances okay so this is when he was just a business guy. yeah yeah, yeah. uh let's see on january 30th 2023 scary Mucci appeared in episode 39 of the podcast mislabeled during the hour-long conversation scaramucci criticized trump and his cabinet and blamed wikipedia for some misinformation <laughs> about himself i'm not seeing here if he's done any kind of um has he been on corolla because he would be the perfect person wait to go on wait we podcast. got one he appeared in special forces world's toughest test the reality show that's going on <laughs> yep is. season one episode one test of character and weakness it, the notes here is that he quit in episode six. So the Mooch lasted six episodes as a special forces reality television star. That's off to him. Yeah, I think that uh, one guy, that really bad guy that everybody hates now, all the gals from the Vanderpump Rules, Tom Sandoval, I believe he's on, on that show. Um, anyway. But yeah, we got segments to get to, man. Yeah. Do we got, uh, we want to do some segments here? Let's yeah. do some se segments. Well, before that, what's going on? Anything new in your life? No. No? Nah. Not really. Well, I'm... we got to get to. So it is the last episode. We got we got to bring up some old chestnuts. So I just need to check in. Is is golf mic still a thing? Yeah, golf mic's around. We all still around. Good. Yeah, golf mic's great, man. All right. Yeah, we love golf mic. I just got to check out golf mic. I haven't heard yeah, about him Mike. in a while. He's doing good. He's down in Arizona visiting some family right now. Any more road trips between him and your mom? Uh, no, not, okay. not recently. Uh, golf mic's down there in Arizona for a bit right now. So, yeah. All right. Um. Now, you did notice when you were in the bathroom that my toilet was making some extra noise. <laughs> He's a man. Yeah. Such a man. Such a man. He's a real. All right. A real man. So, a real man's man. And our 
normally this is a segment where we talk about Adam chopping wood or whatever the fuck he does up at his cabin. Uh, but today it's about me. I'm going to get my hands into some plumbing here. Uh, now, you may remember uh, my rich plumbing history of installing a bidet. I did that very well. <laughs> the only error I had on the bidet is I didn't tighten one of them enough because I had a really bad wrench that I couldn't get into good angle and like lightly leaked for a while until Golf Mike came over and helped me out. <laughs> But Golf Mike's in Arizona, um, and I'm going to do it on my own here. Um, I am going to uh, – the floater in there is filling up. It's filling up the water really slowly. It's making this noise. And then when it fills up, it doesn't always, like, set that it's – the floater yeah. kind of still is locked because I think the, the components are getting old. So I'm going to put in a new road. floater device. Yeah. They, road, they get the, the calcium deposits yeah. in there. So I'm really excited about putting in this new floater device. So I'm going to have a real man's man segment here. Um, I also got a new lawnmower, so I'm going to be uh, mulching some leaves here. Um, Ooh, pretty soon. what kind of lawnmower? That's a mower. Is it electric or gas? Gas. Oh, you yeah. got to go gas. Oh, power, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I know we've preached our love for Ryobi tools here. Um, when you got a lawnmower, I think you got to go gas. Yeah. Now, you got a Ryobi mower or you got a gas mower? Oh, I got a gas mower. Four stroke, not two. Now, so if you, you had, if you had, you know, if you got a two stroke, I'm assuming it's a four. Now we can look at it later if you want. Okay. It's in the garage. I haven't built it, put it together yet. Um, but I got to say, if you had like unlimited funds, would you buy a Ryobi more for the hell of it? Like a battery operated? Yeah. One? Oh, no. I need gas, baby. No, but I thought you I liked the Ryobi brand. The I do like the Don't Ryobi you want to catch them all? I do want to catch them all. And it is nice because those batteries are interchangeable. They yeah. slide right in there. So you just want to buy one for the curiosity of it? Well, I have been curious, although I don't know how well they perform, but they do have the uh, the Ryobi snowblowers, the battery-operated okay. snowblowers. Yeah. Those would be something I'd be more interested in. Okay. What do you got? How many Ryobis are you powering down there now in your little basement? Oh, I got quite a few. <laughs> you got enough? Are you to talking 12-volt or 18-volt? uh 12 volt because we're starting to get into a different segment now okay oh well i guess that could be a hell of a transition there i mean we do have to go from one to the other if only i were prepared for you to be cl so clever all of a sudden uh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is Everybody's favorite segment. Two weeks in a row. We got bad. How shot. lucky are the Clonecats? Oh, they're so lucky. Oh, man. Let's give them a St. Barnabas to celebrate. <laughs> All right. St. Barnabas, the patron saint of double A batteries. Um, <laughs> who would be the patron saint of those fucking nine volts? Francis of Assisi. Yeah. Yeah. He likes the critters, you know. Bartholomew. <laughs> that guy got skinned alive. Yeah. No, but St. Francis, he's the critter guy, right? Yeah. I think yeah. So. I think he'd like a good nine volt battery. Wait, That's what? the critter of batteries is the nine volt. What's the one of good luck that people have in their cars? Is that St. Christopher? I don't know. The one I always, I, whenever my dad, whenever I'd lose something, I'd call my dad in a pan. And I can be like, just pray to St. Michael. He's the patron saint of finding <laughs> things. Whatever. Finding lost things. I remember one time when I was like in third grade, 
I lost, I don't know, it was like the booklet for Mortal Kombat 2 or something, and I was just, I was despondent. I was just, just clammy. How else are you going to do those fatalities? Yeah, I had them all written down in the back. Um, but I called my dad, and he told me to pray to St. Michael, the patron saint of lost things. And sure enough, like a, like a few hours later, I tripped across it, and I had the greatest Saturday night, and so relieved. Um, and that's when I think that's the last time I really was Catholic. Yeah. I think that was the last. You're like, <laughs> this all paying dividends yeah. now. <laughs> but ever since that moment, I think it's just been one thing after another. I'm like, well, maybe not Catholic. I love right? the fact that Catholicism is like, like low key, the most like occult, like weird yes. fucking religion. Very strange. That is mainstream in this society. At Man. Least. You ever go to just a confessional? Oh, yeah. It's wild. We can see every pore of their yeah. face, but there's still a screen between yeah. you guys. Or the uh, the during Easter they do the uh, false stations of the cross. Did oh, you ever yeah. do that? Oh yeah. man, we put on I a play. One I of those Roman it. guards. Oh, you did? Oh yeah, yeah. I uh, we put on a play at my school too. Were you in a Catholic private school then? Yeah, yeah. Which For one three did you go to? Highland Catholic. Highland Catholic. Okay, I went to Presentation, fifth through seventh grade. My mom was my principal at Presentation. <laughs> yes, yes, that's right. Um, but we would put on the the seventh and eighth graders would put on the year. I think it was the eighth graders would do the play every year, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's wild, man. I got. I, 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 I didn't want to be in the play, so. Dude, it was this really like solemn art house piece. It was fucking weird, dude. Like we, I played, I held the drum, and then somebody banged on a drum, and it was like the first station you would hit the drum once, and it's like he arrived at Mount Calvary or whatever, and then it was like, and then you hit it again, like, boom, boom. it, dude, it's, it was nuts. I man. couldn't wrap my head around the logistics of it at all because it was a giant cross that a, a fifth grader was carrying around. In the church <laughs> in my mind kept going to like where is that cross going when it's not lent like yeah. where is it just like is there a room in the back next to the mops and the vacuum that they just like <laughs> prop the cross like where does that thing go yeah, where's the prop cross store <laughs> yeah, it has to go somewhere dude all private catholic schools elementary schools they have like stairs next that goes to like the gym you know and like under the stairs is just a storage area where they just shove all the cryptic shit like that. We had we had an upper storage area of our gym. Yes. That it was like, but it was still like, it looked like an auditorium where you could seat people up there. Oh, yeah. No, like, you could get up there. It's a huge attic. used for like storage. Yeah. And whenever we had like a baseball unit indoors, you'd have was, to crawl up there and get the bat. It was a rule that if anybody hit the ball and it went in the attic area go get it that, that was an out that wasn't a home run because you have to get the ball too yes oh. <laughs> yeah yeah man every catholic school has those storage areas man just big fucking attics and shit little fucking cubbies under fucking it is weird wild wacky stuff wacky stuff i guess we're talking batteries though we are talking batteries so what's going on with the batteries you got some batteries so you you had a dinger for me the last week so i, I had some fun reviews one. all right so you got a review of a battery i do and i can't before we get into it do you want to talk about the cool cord i gave you oh yeah let's talk about that first yeah let's talk about the cord okay so, so yeah you explain what you got going a, on there i use a, a bootleg uh a bootleg insulin pump app i'm type 1 diabetic i have been since i've been five if I you have, don't know that, yeah, and listen to the clone. I have been able to uh, find a group online that hacked certain pumps and are able to uh, get their continuous glucose monitoring system 
to talk to their insulin pumps, but you have to do that through what's called a Raspberry Pi. It's a little computer chip that allows... When he says that, I think of video games. Because sometimes people put video games on Raspberry Pi. It allows... The device allows uh, uh, Bluetooth to communicate with radio frequencies. The pump only communicates with radio frequencies. CGM only communicates with Bluetooth. So that that little Raspberry Pi, for whatever reason, didn't charge last night. What kind of pie are you baking? Huckleberry. Huckleberry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it, the Raspberry Pi didn't charge. No. So I asked you if you had a PS3, because it's not a it's, micro. It's like a micro USB. It's like the first micro USB. Yes. Yes. So, so it's from like 2010. It's not, so right now, Adam is clinging to life at the hands of a six foot long uh, fucking a game shark fucking micro the USB. The same thing I used to play <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 4. Yeah. Is now charging your insulin. Yeah. Yeah. Pumping away. So Great. How's it doing? Is it doing well? Oh, we're good. We're, we're solid now. Yeah. yeah. I like that you got a six foot cord attached to you. Yeah. You're so Vader like here for the fucking the finale of Rebel. The only thing I have between me and Grim Death is a PlayStation yeah. 3 controller charger cord. We're going to call him Darth Malgus. <laughs> That's what you're my Did you see they got a Darth Malgus Black Series I did now? See that. Hello, nurse. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, now let's get to the battery, though. Uh huh. Yeah. I want you to close your eyes oh, and man. hold your hand. Did out. you go and get a hearing aid battery? No. Oh. Okay. Well, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Man. I'm gonna, gonna ask you to establish the. Uh, Is this like that thing when you'd go to the fucking science museum and put your hand in a box you and you'd have to feel this around? Battery is. Oh, that's your. <laughs> Oh, this is a big boy. This is like some sort of giant fucking walkie-talkie that has a GPS system built in. What if I were to tell you? Don't open them yet. Wait, don't, don't I don't. No, 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 no. I'm not. I think I have an idea what it is. I have an idea what it is. I think this is a Ghostbusters Ecto thing where they trap them in the little bit Ecto. You know, they slide their uh-huh. thing out. I think that's what it is. The what Ecto if, chamber. What if I were to tell you what you're holding is only a battery? I don't know then. I don't know. <laughs> This has got to be like a big 24-volt. Just, just open your this eyes. This has got to be a big 24-volt battery that powers like a really cool... Just open your eyes. A Ryobi. <laughs> oh, 40-volt. This is your big boy here. The 40-volt battery. The Ryobi 40-volt lithium. How much run do you get out of this thing? Oh, not much. Because you're using it for a weed whip. Okay. See, Ryobi, they have something called the Expanded Series. <laughs> where you get the base, but then you can switch out yeah. between a weed whip or a uh, cultivator. So there's certain... Like a weed whip? So like a weed whip, is that one of the higher end things that's going to require 40 bolts? Yeah. Okay. What's a lower end device? I wonder how much how, how, how much juice is left in that. Why don't you uh, look at the end of it? Yeah. Nope, other end. Yeah. Why don't you Hit press that, that button? button. Oh, it's so good. We got four bars here. Four green bars. I got to assume that means it's fucking uh-huh. fully powered. But if that thing is dead, you know what you use to charge it. Oh, oh look at this. Now we got a Ryobi station charger The here. charger is smaller than the battery itself. All right. We got it plugged in here. How good does that click feel? Oh, it feels great. <laughs> I'm unplugging my sun lamp. Plugged in, we're charging up. We got four green bars. That one takes a little while to charge, but do you know when, do you know what takes quicker to charge? The supercharger. 
<laughs> so we got the Ryobi 40 volt supercharger here. Now this is more that of a- That cuts the charge time in half, half, baby. Now what's wild to me on this one, it is a, has the standard plug, whereas this one has the AC bar, uh -huh. which makes no sense to me since this is the deluxe version. All right, so I'm gonna unplug that one and I'm gonna plug this one in. What you'll notice when you plug the supercharger in and you put the battery into it, there's a fan inside of it that starts firing up. Right. <laughs> is there a lock on this apparatus? Yeah. Where is it? It's on the battery. Oh, okay. There you go. Oh, wait. We need to restart the music. I hear a fan powering up. It's a satisfying click. All right, let's leave that sit for a bit. You got any more tricks? You got any more fucking things in Santa's sack back over that's, there? That's it for battery talk for me. Well, it was good. We had it's good to bring battery talk yeah. back. Some spirited that battery. Was a giant back. one, forty volts. It's very exciting stuff. But those are the same ones. The Ryobi snowblowers that I was referencing. Yeah. They take like four of those bad boys. Really? <laughs> yeah. How long do you get out of it? It's like 160 volts. Yeah. So you charge up four 40 volters. How long are you going to get, do you think, on that? I'm assuming five minutes. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding? Why would anybody it even? not much. Then what's the point at that point? It's environmentally friendly. Yeah, but you're not going to even get your old fucking thing. It's environmentally to... friendly, but the second you plug it into the wall, the the nuclear facility like goes into <laughs> meltdown trying to charge up those 40 volts. <laughs> Look at this thing. It looks like a snapping turtle's at my feet. <laughs> I love Ryobi, dude. Um, all right. All right. Um, so uh, we're going to do a little. We'll put a little. I mean, you probably heard it at the start of the episode when I told you uh, we had to use the backup file. But, yeah, so what had happened was I was going. The, the Ryobi was burning at my feet here. So I went that to just unplug it. That supercharger was too much for us. That supercharger. I went to unplug it, and it must have lightly bumped my power bar plug and knocked it out, and my computer just turned off. So luckily we had the backup going. We didn't lose forty minutes. Um, we did lose our sound effects file, so I got to go in and manually plug those in now. So the episode may be out tomorrow afternoon, which you've already you're, the, you're already listening to it. So what am I telling you for? Someone at the local power plant had to switch it to auxiliary. Yeah, because there's just so, too much power being. Yeah, the, the fucking plant, the nuclear plant in Monticello. They're just like. <laughs> Oh, fuck. We had somebody just in Minneapolis. Somebody just plugged in a real B40 volt charger. Yeah. Yeah. The fucking advanced one. Uh -huh, the advanced the one. The supercharger. Yeah. Got to start burning up. This has been on your fridge for a while. Fuck. Yeah. Those are the guys that get powered by the 40 volter. A 48 volt riding mower. <laughs> <laughs> that thing would go for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Who is using that? That's hilarious. I I honestly am very curious what they're getting. Look um, at the expanded series. That's what I got. The, ex the expanded series. The expanded those universe. Are, those are the ones. Oh, wow. Those are the attachments. Oh, is that a saw? Look at that pool saw. That's crazy, man. You can prune a tree with that thing. <laughs> oh, no, don't I think I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> What are you going to do without us for four months? 
are we coming back from break? I don't know. We never discussed it. It's going to be 2024. All right. It'll be 2024. Yeah. Let's yes. let's we got to get back on track because we had to decide. Oh, my God. We got to get back on track. So um, there is something that I wanted to get into. I just got to find and oh, everything's missing and everything's all fucked. Ah, the Ryobi's throwing you for a loop. Well, the Ryobi knocked all my shit out of fucking whack. Well, let's do this since I have it up. Message after the message. Greetings, exalted oh, one. Fuck. Allow me to I lost my myself. goddamn clone cast. Fucking fuck. We're losing it all, man. We got some mail here to go to. Congratulations! <laughs> You've got mail. Um. Okay, I got to get it back up. We got to finish the contest off. Yeah. We got, we're going to draw for the contest here, and we got the Wheel of Fish. Uh, it's been like a month and a half, two months. Yes. Um, so we've got uh, some luminaries here. We've got um, nobody was taller than you. Nobody really? was taller than That's you. That's very surprising. Yeah. Um, I got some here. Let's uh, list off some luminaries here. We got Mo checking in at 5'5". Five, five. Mo is 5'5". Five, ah. five. Uh, Jared, 5'11". I like it. An honest man, not rounding up to six feet. No. Uh, Garrick, six feet even. Now, do we think Garrick is a 5'11 and a half and he's just going on six? Or maybe he's being conservative. Maybe yeah, he's maybe six, six one, yeah. but he wants to be realistic. Yeah. Now, check out this wild anom- anomaly. Lesser Zach, 6'1. What do you think greater Zach is? 5'9. 6'1. Oh! Oh! <laughs> competition abound um okay we got heath the russian checking in at a solid 510 that's a workman like 510 that's good um there's no elaboration there devin the gonk uh our resident swifty 511 511 Um, there's like a four inch like range that everybody's kind of yes well within the client Six feet, though his wife claims five eleven. <laughs> Maybe rounding up. Maybe rounding up. Uh, Gary M N Bonds head to IrmasFinlandHouse dot com. Use the promo code CloneCast. You're gonna get yourself ten percent off that order. Uh, in fact, if Mo wins this, Mo would like an Irma's Finland House <laughs> gift card. <laughs> That's if Mo wins this. Um, but yeah, IrmasFinlandHouse dot com. And use the promo code CloneCast. Bree was just there this last weekend. Oh, okay. Because she was up at her parents' cabin. Sure. And she like looked around and she bought a couple of things. But then when she came home, she told me she was like, "Yeah, there's a couple of more things that I wanted, but I'm gonna buy them online so I could use the promo code CloneCast <laughs> and get ten percent off." Nice. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. Love it. <laughs> Paying dividends. We're getting Christmas shopping yeah. done at Irma's Finland House. You know what's beautiful? You guys have been together, what, like 12 years? How long? Uh, it'll be 14 in April. 14 years, and Irma's Finland House is the pulse that's keeping you alive. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's still paying off just a little bit. He's getting getting Bree 10% off at Irma's Finland House, our new favorite store. I got to tell you. Pickerwheel.com, you get a clone cast recommends because the computer crashed and I had my fucking wheel all set up, right, to spin it, and I thought I was going to have to input them all manually again. I pulled up Pickerwheel.com. 
it's all still there for Those us. Those cookies are working. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Gary M.M. Bonds, 5'8". A gentleman's 5'8". All the best guys are 5'8". Um, and then, of course, uh, me, I am 5'8", 5'8 uh, and a half. Five nine in shoes, so uh, I'm five eight. Well, but in Timberlands, I, yeah, in Timberlands, I might be able to push five nine and three fourths, maybe yeah. five ten, uh, but five nine in shoes. And then Adam is checking in at a hearty six four, six four even. Yes. Uh, so those are our contestants. You know, I know there's more than eleven listeners because I can look at the download numbers. <laughs> this was the literally easiest possible thing that you could ever enter to win fifty dollars worth of shit. We did have some late entries though. Yeah, I even, mean, I'm glad even they came today. through. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Mo also requested a uh, number one seventy six Sega Bass Fishing number in uh, her email that she sent over. We'll read that here in a second, but. I think Mo might be an episode or two behind because we have already learned 176. That it, your bass fishing technique is great. Yes. Um, okay, Adam. So are you ready to spin the wheel of fish? Yes. Okay. Let us spin the wheel of fish. fish. Okay. <laughs> you like that UHF movie? Yeah. It is a good one. All right. Well, here we go. We're going to have dual sound effects. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Exciting. Greater Zach, <laughs> six one, cold as Zach. The Greater Zach coming through at six one. Now, fun fact about Greater Zach and his entry. I'm gonna read it for you here because we got a big boy on our hands here. Um, so, hey boys, I don't have Adam beat as I am just a humble six one. That's not humble. I would not be humble if I was six one. That is that tall. But fun fact, my best friend of many years is seven two. He stopped growing now, but he was 6'9 by age 14. He's definitely the tallest normal guy I've ever known. That is, that's yes. absurd. If I win the contest, so this is what he's winning, I'd love a mystery gift from Cedar Cliff, preferably with a new Steve story to go along with it. <laughs> Thanks, boys. Okay, so cold as Zach, congratulations. Well, the winner of the easiest contest ever. What we have to do, we have to go in... Look at Steve and sincerely say, we need a gift for someone who is 6'1". What would you recommend? Yes. Um, now, I think this was also an apropos time to announce the thing we've been teasing. Oh, that's true. So you're going to want to go on YouTube, and you're going to type in Z-O-L-L-Y space B-E-C-K-E-R space S-H-O-W. That's Zolly Becker Show. Now, what I'm about to tell you, we've been hiding for about a month. Um, the client and the bondsman tripped across it, and Greater Zach, Cold as Zach, tripped across it. <laughs> now, this Zolly Becker, that is the person that we've come to affectionately know as Squirrely Guy at Cedar Cliff. And this is his YouTube channel. Um, he also has a following on Instagram where he posts collectibles and shit. Now, if you go to his YouTube channel and you go to videos... You're going to have all the Steve content you'll need to get you through this break. It is lousy with Steve content. I, All right. I'm going to pull this one up, and I'll, <laughs> the episode's going to be out a little late anyways, but I want Adam to hear this, and I'll plug it in. Um, it, it is one of the greatest Steve things I've ever, I've ever <laughs> fucking heard. So uh, we're going to go to Zolly Becker's show. 
Um, there it is, 572 subscribers. I go there and I see, yes, there is Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it is, it's literally Steve upon Steve upon Steve. Um, Happy September 11th, which happens to be my wedding anniversary. Don't Happy get excited. I didn't get married on 9-11. I got married in 1992. <laughs> I'm still married. It's my 31st wedding anniversary. So I thought I'd give you a look into my madness. <laughs> <laughs> Is a hybrid store like to operate, right? First of all, you gotta have Led Zeppelin on, right? Number one, right? <laughs> okay. So I got this. Um, <laughs> you can watch it for yourself. This is uh, from a month ago. He's wearing a David Bowie shirt. He's lounging. Looks like he's probably just taking a break from uh, sorting cards. Uh, now, Clone Castanovas, let's not be weird about this, okay? Like, let's not be like, hey, <laughs> you know, um, you know what I mean? Like, um, don't be like, hey, there's this podcast that's been talking about you constantly for two years. We do plan on having Steve. We got to figure it out. That's going to be something we got to brainstorm during break. But a we don't, joint venture. A joint venture on getting Steve onto the podcast. But don't be like in the comments of Zolly Becker being like, go on the clone cast or what. Let's let it let's let it form a little naturally. Let's let it brew. Let's enjoy the content nugget that is in yeah. front of us. Or also or do do that and go in there and say go on the clone cast. Okay, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't I feel like we should start stop calling him squirrely guy. <laughs> That's my thing. I'm like, oh, That would God. be step 1. Yeah, don't call him squirrely guy. Uh <laughs> I love it. It's great. So, um, yeah, it's going to be the Zolly Becker show. You just go on YouTube and you'll find the channel there. And there's all the Steve content you need. Yep. So if you've ever wondered what Steve looks like, now's your time. Um, now, uh, one of our uh, favorite clone before we went on air. Are you ready for that? Yep. Mail. Mo mail. It's Mo mail. Uh, Mo is checking in. Um, so uh, let us see here. Okay. Hello, boys. I've been meaning to check in for a while. I haven't read any of this yet. I just printed it out. So, And I just haven't. I take full responsibility for my memo slash email absence. That's fine. Um, but since this is the wrap-up of Revels, I figure now is the perfect time to write you. Also, Tom told me I had a few hours to send this, so the pressure was on. Well, there you go. Um, I feel like I always write in uh, for an I'm sorry segment, but this one is just necessary. We passed the World Between Worlds episode, and you didn't isolate or acknowledge Jin's voice saying the time to fight is now. I, yeah, you know, guilty. Guilty as charged, uh, which is my favorite part of the episode. It is also how I know Jin Cassian will be saved via the World Between Worlds, but that's another tangent. Maybe we're going to pull them through, bring them all back. Oh. Nobody's ever dead in Star yeah. Wars. Um, anyways, formal apology is needed. Just blasphemous behavior from you. Well, I apologize. I apologize. Um, uh, Adam, do you apologize? Of course. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, you actually have to apologize for another thing from Mo. So, uh, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. So okay. sorry. Uh, well, a few He's weeks ago, when we were on the air... You sent me a tweet that was very funny from the uh, Blank Check podcast, boys. Oh, yeah. They had retweeted it. It was um, the Jar Jar Binks, like, having sex in the, uh, 
what was the that fucking dome thing and uh, yeah the ball or whatever the fuck it is in vegas the sphere yeah the sphere and uh so i retweeted that and mo was very scarred by that image <laughs> of jar jar Binks. like um so i, I told mo we would apologize on i'm for that. sorry yeah and i'm sorry for retweeting <laughs> i mean i don't know what you really expect from us but <laughs> we're sorry um so, uh, quick ones now. Chopper needed 10 power ranking points. I don't care if that's not how it works for holding Harris' hand after Kanan was unalived. That was the best part of the episode. It was good, yes. Ezra needed at least five points for bringing out the wolves last episode. Just a beautiful shot of him in the cave. That is a good they shot. They are effective. Ezra also deserves multiple all-for-one drops for his sacrifice in the finale. Whoa. Oh, we're getting to that. We already had the music play. It was the damn music yep. for the episode, which I got to plug back in later because we lost the file. Um, and lastly, the main reason I'm writing in is this hilarious ad I got the other day listening to a completely different podcast, Pop Culture, Nothing About Star Wars. I need to preface that I have never gotten this ad, and I've never gotten it since. I always get the same ones during podcasts. I was listening to a Clonecast episode, and this podcast came on after immediately playing this ad. I literally laughed out loud walking Ahsoka. That's her dog. We both have Ahsoka. Yeah, that's right. Um, you guys have somehow fucked my Spotify algorithm that I got a <laughs> Kelsey Grammar ad. <laughs> Never leave off battle alone. <laughs> I wonder if that's the one it was. Oh, Sean. And it's specifically the song that you once used as episode outros. Oh, he must have been promoting the new Frasier. Yeah, yep. Yes. Um, yeah, at first I heard the tune and said to myself, wait, I know this song. How do I know this? Oh, my God. Fucking clone cast. Play the clip and enjoy. Also, Sega Bass number 176, baby. Best Mo, my stardust. Okay. Uh, well, yep, this was 176. Your so bass fishing technique is great. Really good stuff. Those high numbers, man. It's the articulation and technique. Yeah, it's another thing to look forward to with resistance, getting those high numbers yep. going in Sega Bass fishing. That segment's got legs, baby. Um, okay, so yeah, Mo did send in um, something for us. Now it's a film, it's a movie file, so I don't know if you need to look at it or not, or if we're just listening for the audio here. She told me not to open it until... When you start playing, if it's video, I'll come over. Okay, well, I'm just finding it here. Man, we got a lot of files for this episode, man. A lot of files. Okay, here we go. October 12th on Paramount Plus. Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Y'all know how this goes. And maybe I seem a bit confused. <laughs> yeah, maybe. But I got you fixed. <laughs> but I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Kelsey Grammer returns in Frasier. Life's calling again. <laughs> on Paramount Plus. Let's go. <laughs> I forget that it's him singing that song. Very odd. Do you think he was just like recording some promos in the studio one day and he was just like, yeah, I got an idea. I have an idea. I don't know. I have an idea. Well, there you have it. Um, so, Mo, thanks for sending that in. It's bizarre to me that people... <laughs> We'll hear that and be like, oh, that's the thing that the clone cast uses. <laughs> <laughs> like, there are people that hear that and haven't watched Frasier. I, 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 I found that an interesting updated version, but I prefer the original. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Frasier have you left the building. Have you seen any of the reviews of the new Frasier? Not good. Not good at all. Well, that's what happens when you don't bring back Niles. <laughs> Niles! <laughs> Is Roz in it? No, no. Roz. Moose is the thing that held that show together. Yeah, I got to get Moose. Yeah. Eddie. Yeah. Did, does Mo did Moose sire any other 
children. I don't know. Got to sign a moose sire. You got to find in that Jack line. Jack Russell Terriers. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Uh, I did want to also, Jared wrote in, hey, guys, just want to say that my favorite power ranking by far is a big bongo, a.k.a. piss shark. Um, <laughs> if I win the contest, I'd like Tom to build me a custom Lego mock of Zeb's feet. Uh, thanks, Jar Jar, a.k.a. Jared, not from Subway. P.S. I've got something cooking to send you guys over break. So we look forward to Looking you. forward to that. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but Greater Zach, champion of the con uh, of the clone cast contest the easiest contest of all time while we are in the mailbag we should reiterate like while we're on break feel free to write in we'd love getting mail clonecastpod at gmail.com yeah and uh you know you know always join the discord or checking us with us at social media at clonecastpod and if you aren't in the discord just reach out clonecastpod at gmail.com or on instagram twitter tiktok x at clonecastpod ask for the link We'll send it to you. Yeah, everybody loves X these days. I accidentally did call it X for the first time the other day. Isn't that weird? Like, God damn it. <laughs> it really does suck, though. It really does fucking suck. Speaking of it, that dude, these segues, man, they're just hitting us perfectly. You ready for this? Uh-huh. We gotta check in with our blue check friends before we go on vacation. Yep, that, 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 Brain dead tweet do 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 brain dead tweet do 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 brain dead tweet do 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 blue check tweet brain dead tweet do 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 brain dead tweet do 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 brain dead tweet do 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 blue check tweet it's the clone cast blue check tweet of the week was just scrolling the old timeline this morning and I tripped across one of the best replies I've ever seen from a blue check now. Uh, the original post was Ice T, uh, rapper turned actor Ice T of Law and Order fame. Now that's Coco's husband, right? I think they're divorced. What? Yeah, I when think. When did that happen? I don't know who. You know who would have saw that coming? Those two lovebirds. They didn't have the. Sh- they had a show together, right? Yeah. Ice loves Coco or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Ice T tweeted um, yesterday. He tweeted. FYI, if you happen to know anyone who may have gotten blocked in all capital letters on my Twitter page, dot, 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 they probably said some stupid, in all capital letters, shit that I just didn't like. It's that simple. That's how this page works. Only also capitalized this. Um, and then uh, someone named Ruth Holmes, a blue check, replied, um, this is one of the accounts that has like 5,000 followers, but they also follow like 5,000 uh-huh. people. Um so they put, you are account, you are rules. If they can't follow your rules, that's on them. Um, so what's wild to me about this, uh, and this is what somebody replied, uh, Rob Tom the Tank, Robert Thomas the Tank Engine replies, how did you get your incorrect twice but correct the third time? <laughs> it's just, man, these blue checks. They are something else, man. They're just wild. That's um, good stuff. And then somebody else retweeted with your. They go Y O. They go Y R O apostrophe U E. Honestly, when I read her tweet the first time, I thought I was gonna have a stroke because I was like, "What the fuck? How did you?" Oh, anyways, so that's your uh, brain dead blue check tweet of the week. 
Um, I wonder if blue checks will still be a thing when we return. Will Twitter It'll still be, be there? Will yeah. Twitter be gone by that point? Did you hear like Elon Musk in the latest Tesla earnings call meeting? He apparently was petulant and like was like whining and crying like a baby. I did not hear that. Yeah, apparently. Um, yeah, the investors were not pleased with him in the uh, conference call. Oh, boy. Yeah. I thought those cars were supposed to be driving themselves by now. Did you, he's at war with Wikipedia now. Oh, God. He apparently is like, why are you doing all these fundraisers to run a site that's just basically text, this and that? It's like, didn't how many people visit Wikipedia a day? <laughs> Does he have, like, the first idea of, like, servers and the amount of fucking space Bandwidth. to keep that up? Like, I thought this guy was a genius. Isn't he supposed <laughs> yeah. to be a tech genius? Well, you thought wrong. Yeah. Real big idiot over there. Big dumb guy, that guy. <laughs> big pale dumb guy. Um, okay, so that was your brain dead blue check tweet of the week. Um, let's see, Adam. Now, let's see, we did battery talk. We got the contest out of the way. Okay, I told you before that I made something. Yes, you did. All right, well, let's just get to it. My God. Enjoy your fishing. Get a new tournament passport. It's the Bass Fishing Sound Effect of the Week. Okay, um, now, I was trying to think, like, okay, what, what am I doing? It's the last episode for a while. I have to throw something together. And now, the Sega Bass Fishing Sound Effects of the Week, there's two files. When I downloaded the zip file of all the sound effects and voice effects uh, from Sega Bass Fishing, there's, there's two folders in the zip file. One is the voice, which is the numbers we've been going through, yep. 1 through 176. The other one is just sound effects. So just sound effects. How many of those are there? 217. <laughs> so my ill-fated idea was like, we're just going to play them all back oh, to back no. to back. And I was like, it, they're all very short. So I was like, this should take two minutes. It ended up being six minutes when I put it all together. <laughs> now, I'm going to hit the button. I'm going to get it. I might have fun with it for a little bit. I might get up and take a piss. Once I hit this, you should know. It is five minutes and 57 seconds. You can skip ahead. I don't care. It might be funny. It might be awful. I haven't listened to them all. This is completely avant-garde podcasting art. Okay? Five minutes and 57 seconds. If you skip ahead, I get it. If you only get a minute of it, I get it too. At first, I was like, maybe I'll just play them all at the same time so it'd just be 200 sounds all at once. But then I was afraid I'd give somebody like an epileptic seizure or something like that, you know? I was like, somebody's going to die driving off a road because this convoluence of sounds is going to make them just just have a seizure, you know? I was, I was concerned about that. That's how I think. <laughs> but... Adam, are you prepared? I, maybe we'll cut it off. I don't know. Let's, let's just... See, let's, let's at least This is a it. good litmus test. Let's see how long we can last. I'll put the whole thing in manually in the episode, but let's see how long you and I can last, and then we'll, we'll announce to everybody after the fact, okay? All right. Yep. And see if you can beat us. It's like a game. Who can last? Can somebody last the entire five minutes and 57 seconds? Can Adam and myself? Here we go. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Let's do it.
are not even edited. <laughs> section I guess <laughs> that would be menu selection options just looking at the file there's a storm brewing in about a minute <laughs> it's gonna be something nuts. whoa is that the Titanic that's a cruise ship or something <laughs> this baseball game <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, all right, we're, we're two minutes in. Ooh. Ooh. You really got to play this game. Yeah. Here comes the storm. It's coming here. Couple more here. I guess these are splashes. <laughs> Here's the storm. Here it comes. I think that's when you catch the fish. Oh, it's when you're reeling it in. Yeah. Whoa, it's a big one. Two minutes and 30 seconds remaining. Can we make it? Select water temperature. <laughs> Ooh, I like that ba that bass hit there on that string. <laughs> Just doop. <laughs> doop. Uh, what's this, Metal Gear? One minute and 30 seconds remaining. Yeah! How many synth sounds do you need? 
Ooh, that's funky. I hope this composer got paid a lot. Oh, this is like Mississippi Queen. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Ooh, snare. Here's the finale. This is the firework finale here. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> so stupid. Why did I do this? <laughs> what a waste of six minutes. This will never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah, <it> will. <laughs> we gotta leave it in. 30 seconds remaining. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> toilet water. It's not like a lake, that's a toilet. There you have it. I would love it if that's the thing that brought this podcast to an end. Is if <laughs> that person, that Foley artist, is litigious. Yes. <laughs> Using a toilet or maybe a bathtub for those water effects. Yeah. Felt very restricted. Should have at least got yourself an above ground pool. I guess it depends on what kind of budget you're working with, but. Very true. Oh, man. I would have brought my microphone set out to like a lake or something, you know? There's some good ones in there. Yeah. So that was the dumbest thing we've ever done. And I think it's only fitting if you're going into break, we should do something incredibly yeah. stupid because that's kind of uh, the modus operandi of this entire fucking experiment, isn't it? I just I mean, had a horrible idea. What? I'll talk to We'll talk off the air. The original plan, I was going to do all 320 sound effects that I have, uh, just that even ones that I haven't played for God knows how long. That would have been about 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I didn't have it. So, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I put it together, and I was There's like... There's some good ones in there. It was stupid. But we're never going to use those. No. So, we got to get them out of the way. Um. Okay. Uh. Should we get in the time warp? Yeah. Oh, wait a second. We did have this quick. The Clonecast okay. presents Letters have to Santa. Um, so yeah, uh, Heath did send in a letter to Santa. Now, I didn't have letters to Santa. I didn't get around to the Our uh, friend Heath New Year's resolution. We're, yeah, we're really kicking here what we got. This episode's going to be really long. But yeah, Heath checked in, and uh, Heath uh, delivered a letter to Santa. He said, Dear Santa, hey, what just happened? One second I was winning at life, about to finally beat my enemies, Ezra Bridger and Hera Sintula. However, this little piece of shit Jedi kid just somehow got these big ass space whale creatures to take me away. Can you please find me a way back from wherever these stupid whales took me? I met some weird witches and they said they would help. But it's been a solid goddamn 15 years and I'm stuck here. I'm just struggling and I need help. Please send help. I don't want to be stuck here anymore. I must go back for the glory of the Empire. Sincerely, Grand Admiral Thawne. P.S. Don't help Ezra Bridger. He deserves to stay here. Okay. That's a decent enough Santa request. Yeah, it's good that we got uh, Thrawn get a Christmas wish. Yeah. Maybe. 
Um, maybe, he doesn't seem like yeah. the jolliest person in the world. But no. Um, yeah, and I think he's not going to get his witch with Ezra Bridger. I think he might be getting out of there, too. Uh-huh. But it was really a prisoner exchange. So thank you, Heath, for checking in. Um, yeah, we're just... Uh, I didn't do the New Year's resolutions because we just have like 80 other segments that we were doing and shit, so... Yeah. Yeah. Revisit them. Yeah. Maybe do New Year's resolutions yeah. when we come back. New Seasons resolutions. There you go. That'd be a good segment for the for the uh, first yeah. episode back. Um, okay, should we do the time warp? Yeah. All right, let's do it. Yeah, da da da. Chibata bread. Okay, so uh, family reunion farewell aired on March fifth, two thousand eighteen, as we mentioned last week, season four, episode fifteen. Uh, still Black Panther and God's Plan by Drake. Um, so we are uh, not going to be uh, listening to a new number one song. We retire Rebels. Time warp that way. Uh, so we will do a clone cast recommends now adam and i were both extremely excited about multiple songs and being we got this... very amped for this episode yeah. so uh we picked two songs each <laughs> <laughs> um uh, my first one i'll get into it, it was on a spotify discover this week i i think we're not going to play all of the songs because we've already no we just played six minutes of dumb fucking sound effects for you granted this will be more peaceful to your ears but I, I don't think we need another 20 minutes of just music. So, uh, but this is my first song. It's called Stumbling In. Um, and uh, Oh, I think I know the song. You know Stumbling In? You big Stumbling In guy? Um, so Stumbling In is by an artist uh, called Chris Norman. It was released in 1980. Uh, it's Chris Norman and Susie Quattro. Um, so this came through my Spotify Discover this week. So this is Stumbling In. Our love is alive. Oh, this song's so fucking good. It's incredible. This song's so fucking good. Yeah. Peaked at number four on the Billboard Hot 100. Oh, God, it's so good. It's great. You know if any Yacht Rock, this is like very good. Yeah, this is very Yacht Rock. Yeah. Now this Chris Norman, his Wikipedia man. Look at look up Chris Norman's Wikipedia and look at his picture, man. This is the most detailed, up close image of a sixty year old man on stage I've ever seen. And look, you can see the hairs in his nostrils. Open it up and expand it. You can see the hairs in his nostrils. You can see his filling in the back of his teeth. He is very tan, very bronze. God, he gets raspy in this song. So this is Susie Quattro. Um, yeah, so this is Stumbling In, number four in 1980. Peaked at number four. Oh, it's good stuff. It's it a great good. song. All right, I'm going to fade her down here. Okay, Adam, uh, what do you want to say about uh, your first song? My first song, <laughs> one of the reasons why I picked it, I just wanted to tell the story. Last episode, I told a story about when I went to the Peter Gabriel concert. Yeah. When the guy yelled out, play Sledgehammer! <laughs> that rules. Actually. It was a fucking amazing. Yeah. But he did play a song that I recognized that I completely did not, I did not realize was a Peter Gabriel song. Yeah. So I was like, holy fuck, I, I know this song. And then... He did some gesture with it, and I need to find a recording somewhere of him doing it. So I'm going to do it for you. 
when the part comes in the okay. song. But for the clone cast, it was I'll have to post something in the Discord. Hopefully, I can find it online. So is this one that's labeled Adam's song first? Yes. Okay. Do you know oh. the song yet? Big time! <laughs> <laughs> music video to the song is fucking bonkers. The first time I ever heard the song, it was like the promo for WrestleMania 22. <laughs> <laughs> so we gotta wait until it comes up. But I'll show you exactly what he did. And he marched around the stage as he was doing this. What was he wearing? I don't even fucking remember. Was he wearing like the Seagal button-up looking thing where Seagal's doing I a think so. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I mean, he's a way better person than Steven Seagal, but they just happen to wear similar shirts. Yeah. They wear the, they wear like the, uh. They wear similar geese. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they look like martial arts masters. What kind of shoes did he have on? Did he have just like, just little slip on? I didn't pay attention. I wish they were Skechers. I wish yes. they pulled a Clapton. Oh my, we had, we went out for my dad's birthday. I told you that. And uh, he was complaining about the Skechers he just bought. He had to return them. Apparently, sketchers aren't making them like they used to. No. Yeah. Everybody's cutting corners nowadays. What part are we getting to? Here? Oh, you know the part. Well, where are we coming going here? Oh, here it comes. Lot to get to a pretty mediocre chorus. <laughs> Here it comes! <laughs> so he's literally just pointing at the crowd. Yeah! <laughs> to one second to another. But the greatest was. What's the bass player doing? But the greatest was. He missed the first time. Yeah. So he started marching around and he missed his mark <laughs> and he pointed without like and then he was like, oh fuck. And then he started marching. Oh man. What was the bass player doing during all this? Just playing bass. <laughs> yeah. Alright. Alright, you can pick that up. Alright. So that's big time by Peter Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> was the crowd feeling big time? Oh yeah. I don't think big time's that great to be honest. No, but Not once you listen to it, it gets, it's easy to get into. Okay, so my next song is the one that I really wanted to play a little bit more of. It, um, I've, I've always loved this song, but it was also on my Spotify Discover this week. And God damn, man, I was so baked one day listening to this. And I just, <laughs> I had this like strong longing that like I, I, I need a wife. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, uh, here's Sophie Hawkins with As I Lay Me Down. Oh, oh. I was playing it before, but I just need to hear it a little more here. God, I love this fucking song. Why don't we got more Sophie Hawkins hits? It's a great song. What's Sophie Hawkins up to these days? I'm still recalling things you said to make me feel all right. I carry them with me today now as I lay me down. She's got a great voice. You will hold me dear. 
Sophie B. Hawkins' mother is Joan Winthrop, who is a uh, apparently an author of some kind. She was born in 1967 in New York City. New Donk City. <laughs> Donk. I'm playing Super Mario uh, which Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm going to head to New Donk City. This does remind me, like, in the 90s, I had older cousins. I was yeah. like, my dad was the youngest of six. So I had a lot of older cousins, cooler cousins. Yeah. And I would go over and be babysat by them, and they would watch MTV, and, like, this oh, shit yeah. would play. When this would come on KDWB, I'm just like, this is just deep, you know? It's like... <laughs> I'm in sixth grade. <laughs> it was like this in like Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Oh, I was like, there's there's like layers to this. Yeah, this is something that I don't understand. This is yet. something different. Like it, it just felt you. It, it was popular music, but it felt somewhat. It felt adult to you. Yes, but it was really yes. for like slow dancing teenagers, you know. And um, I'm looking up Sophie B. Hawkins here. Um, her last album came out in 2023 called Free Myself. You have to revisit that. Yes. Maybe she's just got some riffs. Yeah. We should really do a Sophie B. Hawkins deep dive. Um, so, yeah, this is As I Lay Me Down by Sophie B. Hawkins. Oh, it didn't fade. That's fine. Okay, Adam, what do you want to say about your My other song? second Clonecast recommend song. So there is a song that you've played multiple times associated with me when I start going on rants. That I still the Mao song. I still abide by. It is a fucking banger of a song. The Mao song. Red sky or red sun in the sky. You found a cover, didn't you? I did not find a cover. I found another song in the same vein. <laughs> is this also a Maoist song? Not a Maoist song. Is this a Stalinist song? This is a song that comes from our friends in North Korea. Oh God, <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? This is called uh. Chomlia on the wing. Okay, what does that mean? Do we know? I don't know. <laughs> is it a is but it's, it's a something North Korean... a, it's something referencing a flying horse. Okay, and this is a North Korean standard a of DKRP. Yes. Okay. So this is a propaganda song. Absolutely. Excellent. I can't wait. Oh wow. <laughs> All right, let him develop. Yeah. Let him enrich plutonium. This is worth it, baby. Oh wait. <laughs> All right, I like how they kind of have they have a bit of a Soviet vibe to uh -huh. it. <laughs> Let's go! Wow, this got that picked up quick. Yeah, it does. Now, did you find this on YouTube? It was playing somewhere. And yes. So the Jolima movement in Korea was a state-sponsored movement. North Korea intended to promote rapid economic development. 
launched in 1956 or 1958. Barely jury's out on that. The movement emphasized ideological incentives to work harder and the personal guidance of Kim Il-sung rather than rational modes of economic management. Well, uh, that's... Put, that was right post the Korean War. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, I like this. You know, Kung Yang, they've done some horrible things. But let's not discount their music, because apparently they're doing some things right. Good, huh? What the fuck's it called again? <laughs> now I'm on a Korean War Wikipedia deep dive now. Cholima move the Cholima movement. The Cholima movement. Yeah. Is that so? That's an official. Well, that was the like what it's referencing. RK band of some kind. Uh, the government uh, group. No, the song is called Cholima on the Wing. Okay. So it's like a horse on a wing. It's it's, it's a like, Pegasus. It's apparently translates to like some kind of flying horse. So like a Pegasus, a maybe. horse that like moves very. Quickly. Yeah, Pegasus guy or a unicorn guy? Oh, Pegasus, Pegasus gotta, all the way. I got to get up in the sky, baby. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Character what am I gonna do with a uh, horn? Who's your favorite character from Never Ending Story? Mine's Velcor. I actually never saw it. Okay, Velcor's the flying dog. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I wanted to mention yeah, it. Anything that flies that I could ride on. That's, yeah. That's the ticket. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. One of my favorite comedic bits that's very simple. I could be the next wave. Could be the next wave. You know who Pete Holmes is? Pete Holmes is. Yeah. He's the, he's the crashing guy. Yeah. Yeah. He had a joke. Very simple. But I thought it was so great. He just came out on stage and he goes, guys, unicorn, unicorn, unicorn. <laughs> 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 that's true <laughs> he's like what the fuck is going on i don't know man maybe the uh now nobody's ever seen a unicorn but maybe it was actually originally a, a husk of corn it could have been instead of horn yeah and so it became the unicorn but then somebody saw one with a horn and maybe they got confused and unicorns are native to central america <laughs> apparently I don't think they're real. Yeah. You ever see a unicorn? Nope. You hope to? Uh, only in Harry Potter. Would you rather see a Pegasus or a unicorn? Pegasus, of course. Really? Yeah. See, I would rather have Those a big Pegasus. Big-ass wings? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. That freaked me out, man. You know that horse would be dropping loads all over the fucking place, man. Like, you know, it's bad enough with these goddamn geese shitting all over. You know, them horses. They'd be firing on all cylinders. You see those piles the horses leave behind at the state fair? God. Oh. <laughs> One of my favorite things of Red Dead is when you're just standing there and all of a sudden your horse just starts shitting. <laughs> it's the best. I feed my horse a lot of classic oat cakes, uh-huh. too. The horse loves an oat sugar cake. cube here. Yeah. And there. Oh, Two loves a sugar cube. That's my horse's name. Tuner Sif 2. 
When I first named my first horse in Red Dead, I just hit random buttons and it turned into Tunersif. And then Tunersif passed away. My first playthrough, I went through four Tunersifs. Yeah, um, yeah Tunersif 4 was the final one. I think I named my... I'm on Tunersif uh, 1 right now. I think I named my horse in Zelda Frank. Frank? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I named my horse Epona. <laughs> Frank the horse. Yeah. So you went with the more practical naming, whereas I went with the... Well, I if am... it was Epona, I would have named it Epona. Yeah. This was just a, some rando that I caught. You got a pony, didn't you? Have the amiibo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever ride a pony around? Yeah, of course. Pony got good agility, strength, speed. What we got going on there? Yeah, yeah. They're up there. Full bars. Yeah, but you can't customize them. Oh, you yeah. can't like strap a like trailer yeah. hitch to them. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> well, I guess uh, should we get into the episode? Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Listen to the Chromecast. Okay, so wrapping up rebels. Now it's lot of all for one moment ahead. Oh yeah, in part two, the action packed part two. So where we left off, uh, Ezra had just turned himself into Thrawn, and he was brought to a very friendly-looking hollow of Emperor Palpatine. Came face-to-face, or face-to-hologram face with a Shiv Palpatine. Yeah, Sheev, not not creepy old withered Emperor Palpatine. He looks very Sheev-like. It's just like, is literally just looks like the liberation of Naboo was yesterday. He looks great. Even without the whole Sith shit, I feel like Shiv could have gotten very far. She yeah. could have gotten very far just on his charm and looks alone. Yeah. Um, that Hugo Damask pulling a lot of strings behind the oh, screens, yeah. though. Yeah, Adam read a chapter of that book. <laughs> Still one of my favorite Star Wars reads. Oh, we didn't. Yeah. Well, I didn't finish the book, so Book Corner is going to have to wait. That guy runs really fast. Yes, he That's does. That's what I remember. Yeah. We, oh, he's a speed demon. Run. Those moons? Uh-huh. That's always a tough one to say. Moons. 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 The banking clan can't support blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, anyways, um, so uh, where we get to in this episode, though, uh, Mart Madigan and crew are woken up by lawfuls. Now, you remember Mart Madigan and crew, which is Wolf and uh, Visago, were knocked unconscious by uh, Rook. And then Rook ran off when the wolves came back to protect them. Um, so the wolves did save their lives. But uh, the Loft Wolves, they're going to wake them up. Um, and the gunship, of course, is now missing because Rook took off in it. I still think Rook should have stole the ghost. would have been uh, probably yeah, no more shit. valuable. Yeah. Um, Rook sucks. Um, yeah. And Mart Madigan is just kind of like, wow, this is just like Ezra said. And, and they're like, what are you talking about? He's like, hey. I was given a special mission in this circumstance. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just real. It's a real shame that we're subjected to Mart Madigan in the finale. That is true. Like, why do, why do we need Where's the potato? Where's the fucking <laughs> potato? Like, I would much rather have the fucking potato, wouldn't you? Would you rather have that potato? It'd be more entertaining. Yeah. Just gone. Potato's <laughs> gone. Probably was left on Adelon. I bet he was the latest spider victim. Mert Madigan <laughs> took like two minutes talking to anybody competent to realize like, oh, this guy's not doing me any favors. Like he's on custodial duty. Yeah, Potato's at, yeah, a guy. Before. That's a guy I got to revisit. 
when we're on break because I'm just really curious. Does my memory is my memory betray me of what Potato Guy was potato and man. wasn't? Yeah, the big potato head yeah. guy. <clears throat> just a smooth nothing. Like literally, just looks like a smooth egg. <laughs> Zero personality. Zero. Just, just the blankest of stares. Um. So. Um, yeah, so uh, Mart's got this special mission, and they're going to go into high orbit over LaFall, and they're going to be sending out a frequency signal. Um, and I, I don't recall why I wrote this down specifically, but I just wrote down, Mart is so annoying. B- providing a lot of continuity, Wolf is like, but nobody uses that frequency. Yeah, so um, curious. what Could it be whale sound? Could be. Could be. It'd be wild if it was whale sound. Mart's just going to Target and hitting that button in the 90s. You ever watch Star Trek IV The Voyage Home? I have not. Okay, that's when they go back in time to save the whales. Yeah, the whale. Admiral, I'm receiving whale sound. (laughs) And then when they beamed the whales aboard the Klingon vessel that they brought back in time, and they built like an aquarium in the vessel to bring them back to the future... Uh, oh, man, when they beam him in, Scotty beams in whales, and uh, he, he just pages up to the bridge and goes, Admiral, there be whales here. <laughs> <laughs> Love a fucking Scottish guy. Did you know James Duhon, who played Scotty, is not Scottish? He's no? a Canadian. He's Canadian. That's crazy. He may be Scottish-Canadian, but he, he doesn't speak like Scotty. Well, also, I think Walter Koenig... Who played Chekhov, not actually Russian. Very not Russian, no. Um, yeah. Also is the father-in-law to one of my favorite podcasters, Jimmy Pardo. Really? Yeah. Wow. Walter That's... Koenig's daughter, Danielle Koenig, very talented comedic writer herself, married to stand-up comedian Jimmy Pardo. Does he ever tell Walter Koenig stories? He does. Oh. He sounds like a a regular old man who has no idea what's going on. Aw. Is he still doing cons? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah. I got to see some of those guys before they're all gone. Man. I know. Shatner's like 90-something, man. It's uh-huh. insane, like, the energy that Shatner's going with. Didn't have a lot of energy that day they found his wife face down <laughs> in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> it was an accident. He's tried to make up for it. It was an accident. Yeah, yeah. He just happened to take a long time to call 911, but it was an accident. <laughs> Just saying. I don't think he did anything. Now, that Robert uh, Wagner guy, though, oof, uh, with uh, Natasha Wood. Oh, and Christopher Walken in yeah. the, in the what boat? What is Christopher Walken? I really hope we get a bedside. Like, when Christopher Walken's on his deathbed, I hope he tells us something. Yeah. He's really pulling yeah. a Sergeant Schultz and just being like, I know nothing. I see yeah. nothing. She was fine when I went to bed. We woke up, and she was gone. You know, it's the damnedest thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Do you ever see... I, now, Christopher Walken on Saturday Night Live is one of the greatest hosts of all time. These damn birds. Remember when he's like... <laughs> they're stranded in a lifeboat and he's a captain. He keeps swinging at the birds. What does he say in that clip? I can't forget what he says. <laughs> These damn birds. <laughs> Just swinging. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. Mart's annoying. Um, so... We get back to the uh, rebels at the Imperial base in Lethal City, and we see Melch. Now, Melch went into the vents, and he drops out, and he leads stormtroopers on a chase through the main hallway just outside the door. the first thing he doors. does is he shoots a stormtrooper directly in the face. <laughs> like, Melch is a dead eye in this Melch thing. is a killing machine, and he's psychotic. Yeah. I love Melch. Yep. Um, 
They really play up the pig factor with Melch. Whereas with other Ugnaughts, I'm just like, this. the pig factor isn't as high. Like original Ugnaughts in Empire Strikes Back, I didn't get the pig factor no, from not at that. all. I got like um, a little munchkin, like a yep. lollipop guild. Well, and even in Mandalorian, Queel, yeah. like no pig whatsoever. Yeah, no pig action. Melch, also, Queel, very talkative. Melch, not very talkative. No. These Ugnots are wild, man. I wonder if there's like if it's like uh, like Zabrox, like you have the different types there must of Zabrox be like a, or something. A dialect or yes, something. Yes, like certain Ugnots from certain regions speak a certain way. Other Ugnots may not speak that way. It's very interesting, these Ugnots, these critters. Yeah. I like these Ugnots. You a big Queel guy? Yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm very pro-labor. And yeah. They to, that's <laughs> what they seem to kind of gravitate yeah. to. He has spoken no more. <laughs> Man, that little guy got left on that fucking fucking desert. Just he's got to just <laughs> the he's way got the Mandalorian coming off him. set that up with Quill. Yeah. It's just like, oh, I hope he's okay. And then it's just a. It was like like that whale on the moon in South Park. He's just like laying on a rock. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I I remember at the end of that episode, I was like, I bet he's okay. I bet he's gonna make it. He did not make no. it. That poor Quill. God. I do like how there's just smoke rising from the shot, though, where he got shot in the back. <laughs> I felt worse for the Blurg, to be honest. Yeah. I felt real bad. And when he, oh, he cared about those Blurgs so much. Yep. God, when they got taken away by those Minoc things or whatever the fuck they were. He talked in. Yeah. Ah, that Quill. Good guy. Anyways. Um, yeah, so Melch, uh, he shoots a guy right in the face, um, and he drops out of the vent, and he leads the stormtroopers on a, on a chase. Um, Hera and Sabine are going to be staying in the control center, um, and then we got two groups splitting up here. So uh, we got one group taking the North Tower, and another group taking the South Tower. Um, Sabine, Chopper, Ryder, and Hera are staying back. Um, and we got Zeb, we got Callus, we got Gregor on one team. Um, we have, or is it, wait, is it Zeb, Gregor, and Callus together? I think that's Yes, it, it is, because, yeah, yeah Gregor and Callus are together. Um, but then we got, um, uh, Ketsu, uh, everybody's favorite Ketsu. Um, we got the Hondo. The most interesting character to least words spoken in the entire series. Yeah, yeah, I believe I did, didn't I rank Ketsu on the power rankings? I think so, I gave yeah. the special category, um. What would I, what did I say? Um, what did you really do? Is the uh, question that I posed for Ketsu uh, left a lot uh, lacking there for me. Um, and then finally, who was the other one that was going off? Oh, Rex. Rex is going off. Splitting Rex and Gregor up. Ah, I uh, guess stick gotta together. Keep them together, the brothers. Um, but yeah, so that's the plan. So basically, what they're going to do is they're heading down to the uh, the the area to get the. Because Rook turned off the, whatchamacallit? The shields. It, turned off the shields, so they're heading down to get the shields turned back on so the city can't be bombarded by uh, the Chimera. So, um, we are going to get to Ezra and Palpatine now. It's going to be our first clip of the episode. That will be all, Grand Admiral. I apologize for not being there in person, but... Governing the galaxy takes up much of my time. I know who you are, and what you are. You misjudge me. Can you not see the opportunity that stands here before you? I see a part of the Jedi Temple which you stole from Lothal. 
I had this portion of the temple moved here stone by stone for you. Forgive me, but I would have thought you would thank me for this effort. Thank you? Thank you for destroying the temple? For imprisoning my people? For killing my parents? My dear boy, it's you who chose to destroy the temple. The actions of your rebel friends require a firm hand to ensure that there is order on Lothal. As for your parents, allow me to offer what might have been and what yet may be. can't be. Yes, it can. But you must choose to make it so. Okay. I love the fact that at the end of the day, Palpatine's biggest power is just gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> like, even Ezra's... Like, when he questions him and says everything that's 100% true, he's like, well, I brought this temple here for you. I thought you would have appreciated it. He's very conniving. <laughs> yeah. He's a conniving guy, that belt. Now, it the is... end of the day, he's just a bad boyfriend. Yes. <laughs> I do, you know, I do appreciate that. I mean, we mentioned the last episode. That is Ian McDermott, um, which is... I, I don't know. I appreciate it a lot, the continuity of yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Um, that is in. Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, it certainly is. I mean, we've had some good people voice him over the years. Ian uh, Abercrombie. Ian Abercrombie, one of our faves. Um, the old Who Are You segment. Not getting a Who Are You, are we? I don't think we got a Who Are You today. No, there no. could be one, but nah. we'll see. We'll see. Um, okay, so now, uh, much like some other weeks uh, where I, where the clips intersperse with each other, um, I just took the the rest of the Palpatine stuff, I just took and put in one big clip. So I'm going to talk about the fight uh, down for the generator quick. Uh, we'll just uh, so it skips back and forth, but we're just going to condense it. So um, team A arrives first. We got team B trapped in the hallway shootout, and they're 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 being occupied with a shootout with stormtroopers. They haven't reached it there, but team A gets there first. Um, Sabine commands Ryder Azadi to close off a blast door. So Ryder shuts down a blast door, and that clears open a path for Team B to get to the generator. So they both arrive. Um, once they get there, Chopper goes uh, to extend the bridge. Chopper's in the control center. He's going to extend this bridge for him because it's in, like, this big... You've seen him before in Star Wars. You got this catwalk generator room. Yes, yeah. and so you got to get this catwalk extended. Now, while Chopper's doing that, he gets shocked and fried. Um... Melch has a moment after Shopper gets fried where he just charges in and just like balls to the wall, just like runs down the, the entire catwalk. group is cowering behind <laughs> yes. things and Melch taking just... a lot of fire from stormtroopers and Melch just goes balls to the wall and just runs he face first into battle. Le Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. Um, and Gregor is holding up with Zeb and Callus, and Gregor just goes, we need to do something drastic. They can't move, basically. Like they're just pinned down. 
One team's on the upper level. That would be Gregor, Callis, and Zeb. And another team's on the lower level. There are stormtroopers firing at him everywhere. They're pinned down, hiding. Also, Rook, who is Rook, hol- is yes, who's holding his, He's holding his blaster rifle very oddly. Yeah, he's, everyone else is no, holding it normally, and he's holding it like an RPG, but like yeah. firing it. Very he's an weird. interesting looking guy, this Rook. Um, I don't know. I, it's funny what's going to happen to Rook here. Um, but yeah, so Rook's there as well. It's it's just it's a mess. Um, so Zeb's like, you know what? You're right. We do have to do something different. Uh, something drastic and Zeb just jumps from the upper level down to the lower level and smokes Rook he just tackles him he does like a 50 yard jump with his powerful haunches beast mode and just beast mode tackles Rook and they go tumbling into like the innards of the functioning system there um so uh Callus and Gregor then take that opportunity to charge into the controls area um they clear out uh, some Imperials and we got like the Imperial uh, I don't know they're like the uh, they're like the lever puller guys like they got the, the big hoods yeah the gunners yeah with they got the, the big hoods they got the helmet with the underbite yeah they very very aerodynamic yeah like I feel like they would move very fast if they're speed skating or something yep. like that yeah um yeah in a wind tunnel that hem- yeah. helmet performs the best now Gregor Goes full beast mode. Kallus and Gregor clear him out really quick, but one dying Imperial with like his last breath shoots Gregor in the chest. Um, Gregor then picks him up and throws him <laughs> off the platform. <laughs> but Gregor may be mortally wounded here. I did um, right. I was like, holy shit. Gregor's one tough son of a bitch. Yeah. He, the guy's like 60 years old. And he's picking up a guy that just shot him in the chest and chucking him off the catwalk. He is a commando. He is. Gregor is a beast. Um, so we've had a long road with Gregor, man. Remember when we found Gregor with old Mebar Gascon? Yeah, man? we thought he was gone. Yeah. He was working in that dirty slop house fucking kitchen. He was one of the only redeeming episodes yeah. of that, or one of the re- only redeeming things of that episode. Yeah. He was working in the anti-decks. You know, it was like the Washing nasty, those yeah. dishes. Just one of the worst fucking shops ever. It was terrible. Um, but, um, yeah, so Gregor gets shot in the chest. So um, our next clip, though, is just going to be the combined clips where they're interspersing with Palpatine. So um, it's going to be a longer clip. And uh, let's take this. Ezra, I made your favorite. What do you think Ezra's favorite is? Space waffles? The gateway <laughs> will not be open forever. Go now. Before it's too late. No. God, he's so good. This is he a really lie. Is. They died. I, I felt it. Ezra, where is that boy? You know it is possible to change fate. There are infinite paths and infinite possibilities, but you must open the door. Son, are you coming? So few have a choice to live the life they want. Why deny yourself? Mom? Dad? Ezra? There. The control for the gateway. Activated. He takes the cuffs off of him. And you can be with your family again. What about my friends? If you open the gateway, you will save your parents. 
They shall live. tempting somebody do they always do that one last creepy line where I'm like I think that's where you kind of lost when you said it all creepy like yeah the tag always be a part of they look at Ezra and uh, kind of looking at each other through this portal Ezra just used a big force push and starts collapsing (laughs) temple the hollow of Palpatine is going in and out. It's great. Shows him as the Emperor and, you know, it's not so sheave-like anymore. Very cool. So as Rezor comes to, he runs out of the, uh... And there it is. Palpatine is now... The mask is off. He's just full-on Emperor Palpatine now. It's such a good theme. Yeah. The Emperor's theme is the best. And John Williams. Oh. You're wrong. I have a family. I don't need anything from you. Unfortunate. <laughs> Destroy him. What did they say there? I don't know I what don't these guys know. are. So, like, in runs these... Um, they're like Imperial Guards. The Red Guards. They're, are they the Praetorian Guard of some... They look the kind of similar. Yeah. But it's weird. It kind of bridges the gap between like the Royal Guards that you see in like Return of the Jedi yeah. and the ones that you see in Last Jedi, yeah, where they're but that's full like, like, samurai garb. Yeah, it's like a mix of the two. Yeah. Um, but So yeah, these Imperial Guards arrive. I have no idea what they say there or what language they're speaking. It's and... almost like they're trying to pull off what they did with like the Death Troopers in Rogue sure. One, where they're yeah. just speaking in a weird kind of yeah. like filtered language. Yeah, um, but they got these, like, force sticks things that are, like, just, like, wands that, like, grab... I don't know if they, like, manipulate the force or what they do, but they it is, they literally, like, pick Ezra up and just lift him by using these wands. It is strangely reminiscent of, like, what happens to Rey when she confronts Snoke in Last Jedi. Yeah. Where he, like, picks her up and she's, like, completely... Yeah. Kind of... Yeah. Just being held stationary. Yeah. Yeah, unable to move. Um, so, um, yeah, so they use these four sticks and yeah, I mean, they're just whatever. They're literally holding Ezra up in the air. He's, he's like a stationary target. Stormtroopers show up and they can't even hit him. No, <laughs> they can't even hit a stationary target from like 15 feet away. They're so pathetic. Um, but Ezra then just begins like using the force and he breaks free of these four sticks and he just starts chucking bricks from the wreckage of the uh, Jedi Temple Apparently, artifacts. Ezra watched the Obi-Wan miniseries. Yeah, he goes full because, Obi-Wan. Yeah. Well, he went Obi-Wan before Obi-Wan went Obi-Wan. <laughs> yep. My favorite scene in the entire Kenobi series was that. You gotta get that hot toy. Oh. With the fake rocks? Was, yeah. Uh? I love that scene. Very rarely do I go full soy boy and like, <laughs> you know, like, but that was a moment where I went, where I went full soy face, you know, and I just stood up and, like, pumped my fist and ran around the house. 
Oh, that Kenobi. That's good stuff. My favorite guy on earth. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, Ezra is chucking bricks at them with the Force, and he's going to escape. Now, Palpatine, uh, you know, he could have had so much more success if he just got off his lazy ass on Coruscant and went to Lothal. It's weird. It's basically a Zoom call. Yeah. Like, this is why, this is why you need... <laughs> Fully back in the office work. Yeah, this is why fully remote yeah. work doesn't work. Help should have should have probably actually uh-huh. showed up here. He probably would have gotten a lot more done. Yeah, um, he's nobody much more wants to work anymore. Yeah, I mean, Palpatine scares the hell out of me. But if he was on a Zoom call, I'd at least feel some semblance of safety. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, so Palpatine's quiet quitting right now. He's just had enough. <laughs> he's quiet quitting. He's like, yeah, I got a couple Death Stars in me, but He's after that, phoning it in with I'm Ezra. Done. I've had yep. enough of this shit. Um, yeah. So uh, we get back to Zeb, and he's fighting with Rook. They're down in like the bowels of this generator room. Um, now remember, Rook on like the the whole generator down there is powered off. So like all these coils that are down in the bowels are there's no energy there because Rook turned them off. Therefore, the shields are down. Um, so that plays in a factor here. Um. So, um, so Zeb and Zeb and Rook are fighting back and forth, and we get Zeb doing one of the greatest things he's ever done. He he employs his feet one more this is, time. This is Zeb's feet swan song. Yes, this is Zeb's feet getting three points for me in the power rankings. <laughs> so he grabs onto Rook's foot with his foot, and he puts it in between some bars, some metal bars. And then he crushes the bars with his feet. He and, uses both of yes, his feet. Yes, uses both of his feet to crush the bars and lock Rook in place there. Rook is stuck. He can't get out. He's got these bars acting as shackles down in the innards of this generator. So, while that is going on, Callus is able to get the power back up at the controls. Zeb jumps the fuck out of there, but then as it powers up and comes around... It comes up to Rook, and you see him take a look at this electricity fastly approach him, and it just fries him. Well, before Zeb knows that he's going to make it out, he does say, don't wait for me. Just turn turn the thing on. Oh, yeah. And then he jumps out immediately. Yes. But, yeah, Rook is fried, and then we get word that the shield is holding. The bombardment is not going to be working. Um, it is the last second. Yeah. Because Thrawn does open fire on Yeah, Lethal like just City. right in time. Um, so yeah, the shield ends up pulling. We see some cool, uh, citizens of Lothal. We, um, we have a brave Rodian. Um, we have, uh, Tan Makeftua. Um, we have also an Aqualush bull descendant in the streets, um, being barely saved by this shield generator. The so, pushy one, Burnside. Yeah. Ambrose Burnside Aqualush bull. Yeah. We'll get to him later. Yep. Um, but yeah, so, um, mission is a success on that level. Um, so our next clip is going to be Thrawn. He pages to Rook because he's like, Hey, what the hell? The shield was down. Now it's up. What the hell's going on here? So he pages into Rook and I want you to pay attention here in the background. You hear like Rook's last breath as he's getting fried. <laughs> um, and then I, I, okay. Now Melch, uh, we, uh, Melch is insane. So when he ran into that catwalk, we forgot to mention, he did take a shot to the chest. And then Hondo ran in, balls to the wall, to go to go be with Melch. Hondo's showing an, a weird amount of affection toward Melch. For Melch. Um, so um, 
you, you, it's implied that Melch is dead, but he pulls the Frodo Baggins and comes too. So we're going to have a moment with Melch and Hondo. And then also, as we know, Gregor got shot in the chest right before he threw a guy off a fucking catwalk. But uh, him and Rex are going to have a moment, and it is going to be our next clip. I just threw them all together. Shields up! Fire! Worked. The shield is holding. The city is As safe. Bottom and up town. Sir, they've engaged the shield. Rook, Rook, what's your status? Sorry, you'll have to call back. Please be busy at the moment. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. Um, you hear that? Let's play what's it again. What's your status? Sorry, you'll have to call back. Please be busy at the moment. <laughs> yeah, um... Uh, then, then he finally Top is broke his pack. Oh, really? Yeah, that must be tough. But can you please see if you can contact the ghost? It's almost time to get out of here. Once again, I've let my crew down. If only I could get Melch back, I would tell him. Melch begins coming to. That he is fortunate to be in my service because only that keeps him alive. Ah! Brother, it was an honor to serve with you, Rex. It was an honor. I forgot to fight about with you this. for something that we chose to believe in. Ah. We did it, Gregor. sad yeah and it's you know fitting finishing off rebels that we have a moment like that because this all started with the clone wars well and we were able to also get a little bit more gregor after this in bad batch to yeah. build out his character a yeah. little bit more um now i think my favorite era of gregor is elder gregor yeah um now if you didn't catch that from clip he passed away there um now i love elder gregor era strictly the most because of one thing and one thing only the cheeseburger t-shirt <laughs> the cheeseburger tank top t-shirt one of the best good hoods we got man. i looked it up you know you can buy those you can yeah it's like somebody's putting them up for sale See, I, I was gonna make clone cast merch with them i wanted to get one but it wasn't gonna ship in time so i didn't get it but i am going to get a, a yeah a gregor tank top in honor we got to wear some cool shirts to the con. Uh -huh. You should wear the Gregor shirt. I'll wear it. I'll get I'll get a cool shirt, too. I'll think of one. Maybe I'll go make one. Uh, Maddie K, when we went to the Twins game, that beautiful run that we had, the beautiful playoff run, uh, he went and got a Bauer shirt made from Little Big League, the character That's right. Bauer. Yeah. yeah. He's very excited. Does Maddie K want to come with us to the con? Yeah, that'd be cool, man. You would have good. no fucking idea what's going on, but I bet he'd have a good time. I can't wait to just walk the convention halls with him, and he stops at a booth, and he's like, I don't get this, but this is really cool. Like, I really <laughs> like this. <laughs> he's the greatest human. Yeah, he's the best human. Um, okay, so. So, yeah, I mean, Gregor, we got to give him. Now it's David the day, man. It's great. It's very fitting. Yeah. 
These clones that were created to serve the Emperor's evil purpose, you know, like this. this it was whole, his choice. This whole dark plot. His choice to die. In the end, he stuck it to the Emperor. Yep. It's great. It's great. Mission accomplished. Salute. <laughs> and in case you're wondering, I did do a salute. I think I did the wrong hand, though. You're supposed to do right hand or left hand. I think. Eh. I don't know. It's, it's different in Boy Scouts. Eh. You can do the double salute. Eh. What's going on with that Cody character? Cody? Yeah, he's got to make another appearance, right? Commander Cody? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll get some Commander Cody. That guy's AWOL yeah. at this point. He needs a reckoning with Obi-Wan. How dare you fire at Obi-Wan and that poor thing? What is that thing that... What's that thing called? Yeah, that weird bird lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Do we think he made it? Yeah, yeah no. I mean, he splashed pretty hard. He did like the hardest belly yeah. flop of all time. Not fun. He didn't tuck when he got there. Yeah, Obi-Wan did the Peter Pan right yeah. in the water. Man, I love it when Obi-Wan gets in the water and he gets that little mouth thing in there. <laughs> Puts on his grill. Um, okay, so um, now... Thrawn is um, shocked at the uh, events that are taking place, and Ezra has escaped, and he's going to confront Thrawn on the bridge, and it is going to be our next clip. Ezra's got a gun. Blaster taking people out. Stormtroopers are like taking a left and right yeah, this episode. The rules are gone. A momentary setback. We'll see. Sir, several unidentified objects have just entered orbit. Oh, no! My blockade will intercept them. They've destroyed the blockade. Our ships are just... gone. Get Captain Pallion. Sir, they came out of hyperspace! I've never seen... Admiral, we have incoming. Take a look. It's a Perdel Fiesta. Big ones and little ones? Medium ones? It's Perdel of all sizes. You know when you like you get like a stuffed animal back in the day, like they'd have the, the small ones, you know, like official branded ones. You get like a small Barney, you get a medium Barney, you get the big Barney. Yeah, at the State Fair, yeah. you win the one time, you get the little guy, but yeah. then you win another time, you get to trade it in for Yeah. So we got Pergill, like they they're we got all sizes here, and they're just they just run into Star Destroyers oh, yeah. and just, like, engulf them with their fucking tentacles. It's fucking wild. Um, Captain Paleon, that's from Heir to the Empire. That is, at least in Legends, that's Thrawn's, like, right-hand man. Okay. Nice. And he does make it, at least in canon. It sounds like he dies. Well, canon, yeah. It sounds like he dies here, but in canon... He makes it to Mandalorian. He's one of the hollows in the latest season of the Mandalorian. So he survives this assault. Yes. Oh, okay. like they call him by name. They say like Captain Paleon in that like weird kind of like hollow round table with Hux's sure. dad. He's like okay. in that scene. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I wonder how he got out of there. Must have abandoned ship, pulled a Brom Titus, got the fuck out of there and left this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Pergil are just wasting Star Destroyers. Um, now, Adam, do you have the episode up right now? Yes. I want you to go to 3444. <laughs> um, and we have some illuminaries on the streets watching the festivities. I think I know the one you're talking about. So, we got we got a conch gal. We got a spray tan conch gal. Not only did they give us, like, a Maketh to a clone, then they also gave us the spray tan Maketh to a. 
So, I mean, we're getting both ends of the Maketh to a spectrum, so that's not Maketh Tua, but I mean, I do love her. So yeah, we got Maketh Tua's present, both spray tan and standard. We got just a regular gal. I just called her regular gal because she's just a regular <laughs> gal. We also have a goat tall. Um, we have a chef hat guy. We got chef hat guy looking good. Yep. We got Eddie Bauer Rodian. We got an Eddie Bauer Rodian. He's got a lovely vest on. Uh, we have Civil War cosplayer Aqualush. I do believe probably related to Aqualush Bull. That is the Ambrose Burnside that I was talking about. Okay, yes. Um, and then finally, we have uh, one of my favorite new characters of all time, uh, Shocked Andrew Gold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, singer songwriter. Do you see him? Do you see shocked Andrew Gold? He is a gape. Yes. Singer songwriter Andrew Gold, who uh, you would probably most know from uh, "Thank You for Being a Friend," which was then turned into the Golden Girls theme. Also, a guitarist for Linda Ronstadt. There you go. Yep. Um, very talented singer songwriter. Um, passed away sadly from cancer. I think fairly young. Yeah, he was. Um, but. Uh, we have a Andrew Gold shocked on the streets of the Lothal. Shocked Andrew Aghast. Gold. Aghast. Aghast Andrew Gold. Um, in my notes, I did write down, those people in the streets have to be wondering what the fuck is going on. Yes. Like, now, they were just prevented by being so massacred. They got by bombarded. The bombardment completely stopped, and they sat just like probably in mortal fear for a long time while this was going on. Then they're about to get bombarded again, and suddenly the shields are up. But they can still see the lasers yes, firing then, upon them. Yes, yeah, so they see that, and thank God the shields are up. But then, in the sky, giant whales with tentacles. <laughs> these, these, these like mythical creatures just start enveloping all the Imperial forces. It's nuts. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the fucking home run hitters on the street, they, they pulled... They they left nothing on the table. They br they pulled it all out for the finale. It's incredible. Just luminaries galore. Aghast Andrew Gold definitely getting some powering points for me. Um okay. Um so yeah, we see the tentacles of the Pergil. They're just like overwhelming the forces and the tentacles begin breaking into the Chimera bridge. Um Ezra does get shot in the shoulder by Thrawn, but then he uses the force to disarm Thrawn. He pushes him with the force. And then tentacles surround him and begin grabbing Thrawn. Um, so the Pergil... Now, this is what I don't get about this. So Ezra clearly... Well, he brought the signal, but he, we've seen him commune with them before. Can't he just walk up to one and be like, hey, can I go home now? Yeah. I don't get that, because I've seen him... I don't think there's enough time, because he has the stormtroopers that keep like... I know, but you think of the 10 years that he was sitting there... He once would have been like, I'm going to go try to catch up with one of the Pergil here. Yeah. Maybe steal an Imperial shuttle, go commune with a Pergil and see if I can maybe just hang out in his mouth. Hey, guys. Yeah. Can I get the mind? fuck out of here, please? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just nitpicking. Um, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, he disarms Thrawn. Thrawn is getting enveloped by all of these Pergil. Do you remember? So do you remember the scene? I forget what episode. Uh, season three finale? Bendu's last words to Thrawn. Ah, uh, yeah. What did he say? Something about you will. I he said, "You cannot see, but I can. You, I, I see your defeat, like many arms surrounding you in a cold embrace." Oh, that fucking Bendu! 
from a deep slumber. Ah. <laughs> That's what Theron's pulls the trigger yeah. into nothing. Bendu's last laugh. Uh-huh. I love it. Okay. That's enough, Bendu. <laughs> um Okay, so um yeah, I mean uh Ezra's plan, man. He uh, he had a very Canaan like plan where it just kind of he he knew his purpose and he had it all come together. But is he gonna get out of there? What's going on here? Um so uh we're going to get Ezra paging into his family um and then we're going to get sabine rallying some rebels and then we're going to have a moment between the two uh governors of lethal um the acting governor orinda price and the former governor mr Ryder azadi and is going to be our next clip i hit the wrong button Well, you could have told the rest of us. I wanted it to be a surprise. That's a very strange thing to want to surprise yeah. people about. I, I don't see how it benefited them tactically. I splice them together. So the Pergil begin lighting up as they're enveloping like all these starships. They're about to jump into hyperspace. Ezra, Ezra, get out of there right now. That's an order. Hera, I have to see this through to the end. The way he is holding Thrawn and just, uh-huh. it's just like Kanan. Please, pass. get out of there! I can't do that. It's up to all of you now. Start jumping. And remember, the Force will be with you. Always. Jumps. I'm curious about is like those windows have cracks and holes in them now like you're gonna get sucked into space man but has there been any character that's grown as much as Ezra Bridger no in the last, shit like month yeah just they're all shocked they're all shocked um was that the plan <laughs> because we're all clear up here there are no imperial ships left this is our chance you heard Ezra let's finish this Chopper, prime the thrusters for launch. Still We're more to this episode. This Mart, we need immediate pickup. Copy that, General. Mart is the perfect name for that kid. Oh, I just figured out how they can detonate the shield. Oh, yeah. the last spirit going, what, are you? what the fuck? <laughs> just ignoring me, idiot. Lost her. You should come with us. I serve the end. So they're taking the mushroom tip's taken off. So not much longer. Yeah, body. Like yeah, you gave her one last chance. It's like, come on, get out of here. She's a she was born and raised on Lethal. Uh-huh. Ryder's eyes like, hey, you don't need this. But she's literally choosing to just stand on the bridge of this thing that's getting shot into space and is in for a self-destruct. I mean, what the fuck? She's all in on this mushroom. Now I want to be clear. I'm giving this for Ezra. Now it's. That is not for Rinda Price standing tall for the Empire. I mean, just a, the saddest character. Yes. Just the saddest yep. character. Just a brainwashed. She is one of those people that, like, when zombie. you've been working in a, like, 
corporation. She's one of the people that just is like drank the Kool-Aid and refuses to question any order. Yeah, it's yeah. I I don't know. It's just wild to me. Just how many times in the last just few episodes that she could have just walked away yep. and they would have been fine. And it just not nah, just chose death. Literally uh-huh. chose death for what? For what? Nothing. For nothing. It's going down with that ship. Yep. So um, the stormtroopers break in. There's a shootout. But the rebels retreat out the main bay windows to the top. The ghost arrives and just mows they down. They retreat out the window because Chopper tosses Ezra's lightsaber to yes. Sabine. Um, the ghost arrives and like they're all on like the roof of this thing. And the ghost arrives and just mows down a line of stormtroopers. Um, wolf ripping it up. Um, so we see some rebels boarding. Uh, they well, the rebels then board the uh, ghost. Excuse me. Um, we see Zeb take out a stormtrooper for good measure. Um, so uh, we get back down. We do see some uh, people there as they're taking off. Um, we see a, a new regular gal. We got a brave the foreign. We got chef hat guy. Uh, brave Aqualush with a Walkman in. He's got a, a Walkman uh-huh. in. Very interesting stuff. Um, and as they're taking off in the ghost, Sabine has the detonation thing for the self-destruct. And she's just like, as soon as it broke it, she goes for as for Kanan and Ezra. And she detonates the fucking Imperial fucking base. And it just blows up into bits and uh, thus falls a render price. How many people do you think died on that thing? Oh, thousands. thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Tens of thousands. That's so funny. They get the emergency call to come back and then just get locked in the house and blown up. Orinda Bryce, she does have a pretty epic death. Like, yeah. you see her, it's like, like the Master and Commander as yeah. the ship's exploding. Yeah, or Pirates of the Caribbean yes. when the ship's exploding on the, uh, the British officer. Uh, I can't remember what it is, but... Yeah, so for Kanan and Ezra and... Blows it up. and So that literally means, like, the entire blockade has been destroyed by the Pergil. The rest of the ships have been jumped. The Chimera's gone. Um, this fucking entire Imperial base, gone. Like, there is no Imperial presence anymore on Lethal. Just gone. I mean, yep. there may be... I'm guessing there may be some bases throughout, like, smaller ones that are going to require more guerrilla the assaults code, and that sort of thing. The code but that Callus called in the last episode it called was supposed to be everybody. everybody back to that. I gotta assume there's cap. a couple like emergency personnel at a few bases. There's like two stormtroopers yeah. that were just hung over as shit. The ones... <laughs> no, it is. It's the one that chased that loft cat for yeah. like two miles because they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Those guys they are couldn't still make it there. Back. Where did everybody go? Yep. What the fuck? Um... So uh, our next clip, uh, we're going to find out that Ezra left a recording for everybody. And then we're going to get some citizens of Lothal rising up against the Empire. So it'll be our next clip. Let's take a listen. Rex, bring up every star chart along Ezra's last known trajectory. If you're watching this recording, then I owe you an explanation. There were several paths in front of me. While this wasn't the one I wanted to take, it's what I had to do. That's something Kanan taught me. I'm going to miss you all. Zeb, you can have the top bunk back. For now. Hera, I uh, left a Melu run in your cabin. I hope it's still your favorite. Sabine? Don't forget. Right. I'm counting on you. But for what? I couldn't have wished for a better family. I can't wait to come home. 
Not to kill the moment, but the Empire won't just let us keep this planet. We need to prepare for how we're going to fight back. Perhaps the Rebel Alliance will see our victory and finally send support. We took Lothal without them. We can keep it without them. Zeb, you may be right. The people Listen. are in the streets. Suddenly Lothal's population has like expanded by Catapult. 50 times. It's just, the streets are packed. They fly overhead in celebration for Lothal City. like the people are with you, General Sindula. Then if the Empire wants a fight, we'll be ready for them. It is a diverse, diverse city. <laughs> yes, Lots of cool-looking folk in here. I mean, it's like thousands upon thousands have just flooded into the streets. Yep. It's... And they're taking no shits. Yeah. They're very excited to be outside with no Imperials. Uh-huh. These people have been waiting, just living in caves, probably. Just living in their basements for the last few years. Um, so, um, then finally, uh, that is not the end. We have an epilogue. Um, now, uh, this has been brought up recently on the podcast. They actually, one of the scenes from the epilogue, they actually reenacted on the Ahsoka show. Um, so... Um, very close Sabine to frame to frame yes Sabine runs the epilogue and it is going to bring us to the end of the episode let's take a listen the attack we all anticipated never came the once invincible empire had begun to fracture. The small rebellion had become bold. And with a decisive victory at the Walk Battle of there. Endor. Oh, they're so cute. The Emperor's reign of terror came to an end. Loth wolves trailing her. After Dr. The war, Doolittle here on the uh -huh. Zeb took Callus along the secret hyperspace path to the planet okay, so Lyrasan. Those two are fucking. Yeah, they're gay. Yeah. Zeb brought him home. <laughs> and that they were thriving on this new world. A world where he was welcome as one of them. He murdered 85% of their race. Yes. They're like, I'll forget. He's so excited to see the planet that we never get to see. Still! By that time, there had been a new member added to the crew of the Ghost. Spectre 7, Jason Sindula. There he is. There Born he is. fly, just like his mother. And well, we all know what his father was like. We see a as Jedi me, shuttle arriving on Lothal. I used to think that Ezra was counting on to protect Lothal. The planet and the people he cared for so much. But one day... It's Ahsoka. I realized there was more to it. There was something else I was meant to do. There she is. Ezra's she does a little somewhere. stick. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's time to bring him home. I love that. So cool. 
the force theme. She's going with Ahsoka. They're going to find Ezra, and that's the scene that was reenacted in Ahsoka. It's pretty closely reenacted. She's just dressed up. Yeah. So that is Star Wars Rebels. So that's what lies ahead. Resistance, we have completed Rebels. Um, all right. So, Adam, what does IMDb give... Uh, family Reunion and Farewell. IMDb is giving Family Reunion and Farewell a 9.4. A 9.4. Um, I gotta say, the second half of this episode fucking rocks. Really picks up. Really picks up. Lots of all-for-one moments. Now it's um, And lots of emotional moments. I mean, Gregor's death is like a super big Clone Wars fan. Like, that just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, you're like, damn, really man, ties poor together. Gregor. Yeah, I mean, it really ties the two series together. Um, yeah, and just Ezra's sacrifice. The whole thing was great. I'm going to give it a 10. 10. I enjoyed it. It's great. It's uh, it's up there with all the best episodes we've reviewed. So are we ranking it as one episode? Or We're doing I can't it as remember. one whole one. Just one we whole one? We didn't rank one? anything last week. I'll go 9.5. There you go. Great, great, great total episode i definitely ranked it on part two alone yes but yeah yeah i'll go 9.5 as the whole okay all right so rebels in the books a 9.5 and a 10 all right uh so normally we go right into light side here but adam has a new segment that he wants to debut i made an intro <laughs> he made an intro um so i have no idea what this is uh let's just take a listen yeah, I eat the whole apple. Core, stem, seeds, just everything. Apples <laughs> doing apple talk. What? Crunch. Eat all the bush out of apples. Can I tell you something about apricots? You know, one in thirty is a good one. Okay. It's such a low percentage. <laughs> yes. Uh, we appreciate it very much, Tim Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we have an official Apple talk. It is the last episode. So if you have anything but a Honeycrisp, I'm out. Well, we need to do rankings. So no, I'm not we all doing know Honeycrisp is the number one. So we got to see how the Gala Apple measures up. So stupid. Look at how shiny. We got to see how the gala. How about that intro, though? It's a very good intro. It's a very good it's intro. too bad that you wasted on a segment I refuse to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to take one bite. Yes. That's it. This is the gala. And we're not chewing on air. You get away from the mic. I'll, I'll go as far away as possible. All right. One bite. One bite. I got to see what you think. Yep. One bite and we move away from the mics. Starting now. Get away from I the am. fucking mic. What do you think? That's pretty good. Don't talk with food in your mouth. The gala is pretty good. Thoughts. 
this is like as close to a honey crisp as you can get. You know why? Because it's a honey crisp. Because it's a honey crisp okay. apple. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one. What are your thoughts? My taste buds are alive right now. They've They're been good. awoken. Well, I don't need to say much more on honey crisp. It's a great, it's a great honey well, crisp. Well, hold on. Get stopped. I made an intro. It's the last episode. The clone Castanovas need to know. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> He's opening a bag. What do you got now? You know the U of M. They come out with new apples every once in a while. Yeah, they created the Honeycrisp. Uh-huh. You know what else they created? What? The first kiss apple. <laughs> Is this brand new? <laughs> brand new. The first kiss apple from the makers of the Honeycrisp. From the makers of the Honeycrisp. I like that. How does it stack up? It's better. What? This is good. I love this. That's okay. I have not tasted it yet. The perfect amount of tart. The first kiss apple. When I went to Cub Foods, there's a big chart that was measuring from sweet to tart. The first kiss was one notch closer to tart than the Honeycrisp. Mm-hmm. You can feel it. It's got good tart. Get away from the fucking mic. This shit so much. I hate this. It is just sensory <laughs> hell for me. I'm hiding. Oh my god. I'm alive. <laughs> That's amazing. It's a good tart. That's very good. It's just enough tart. Like, I don't like it when it's too tarty, but that's a little more tart, and I like it. You see, the Honeycrisp, there's no way you could put that in a pie. That's just wrong. Yeah. But this thing. You put it in a pie. The first guess, you sprinkle some cinnamon on this guy? Oh, my God. Get the fuck out of here. How are they price-wise? Comparable to a Honeycrisp? We're comparable. <laughs> All right. Um... Well, Adam, I hate to cut Apple Talk short, but it's almost 10 p.m. It's honorary. This is the last episode. I know I'm overstepping my bounds, but I got one more just to measure it up. Come on. This is a Cortland. I have no fucking idea what a Cortland is. This looks awful. It's very dark. It's very dark? It looks like a Red Delicious, only better form. I'm hoping it's better than a Red Delicious, but... How's the price on this one? We had two home runs. I have no idea. No. No? It's junk. What's it taste like? It's a little mealy. Soft. Kind of red delicious. Like, sweeter. Better than a red delicious, but it's sweet. It's mealy. It's not good. That one sucks. That skin is thick. (laughs) It's like a rhino's hide. It's like I'm taking a bite out of a hippo. <laughs> that is not a good apple. Cortland's a Cortland's a fucking two. It's like I'm taste. It's like I'm eating a bland onion. It's yeah. like there's nothing there. This is literally just like a. Uh, this is like um, 
This is like the jump from uh, This is terrible. This is a this is the jump from 16 bit to 64 bit. Like <laughs> if 16 bit if 16 bit uh, systems were a fucking were were red delicious, this is the 64 bit jump, but it's not the N64. This is the Atari Jaguar 64, which is just a flop. The complexion, too. Look at it. It's like white. And yeah. It's, there's nothing there. One of the worst apples I've ever had. It's just like an elevated... No, it's not good. Um, okay. There's nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. Not a good one. Okay, so that is your apple Did talk. you appreciate apple scruffs being the bed of, yeah, that, of was that intro? It's a very good song. We love George. <laughs> Um, okay. You could not move on from this fast enough. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on. Always look on the Okay, light side moment of the episode. Uh, I gotta go with Melch, risen from the dead. Um, and you get you get Hondo's true feelings for Melch. Yeah, I gotta go with just all the sentimental moments mm-hmm. I, I, as a whole. I mean, I could go with it was Zeb's lousy with. Him. I could go with Zeb's feet working a uh, fucking uh, rook, but I, I gotta go with just the sentimental moments. Uh, pulled at the heartstrings, just like you'd like from a finale. So yeah, that's mine. What's yours? I'll go with Ezra's training just paying off. Yeah. The way that it, he mirrored Kanan. That's cool. It was very sweet. Yeah. It's and like poetry. It the, rhymes. The little things, too, like uh, when he's talking to them and he's holding back the door yeah. and holding Thrawn, the glass that was shattered by the tentacles like, like was floating amongst Ezra. That thing make a noise? No, it was my blood sugar. Oh. My Apple Watch is telling me I'm low. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Very you good see stuff. the glass pieces floating? Yeah. It's very cool. It's great animation. It's good stuff. But was there a dark side? If you only oh, there's knew plenty. The power there is plenty. The um, as far as dark side moment goes, I gotta go with a Orinda Price. Come on, come on, knock it the fuck off. I hate. I, it really does bother me. Like it, it viscerally bothers me. My blood sugar's low. I need sugar. Well, go eat a fucking candy bar or something. You're Be an American. Be an American. I got them nut bars out there. That's all diet food. <laughs> That's <laughs> not going to do anything. About oh, it's got trigger. kick. It's got kick. Uh, dark side moment of the episode. Um, what the fuck was I going to say? I don't know. Probably doing apple talk was the dark, dark side, side mo- moment of the yeah, episode. Being surprised with apple talk <laughs> was the dark side moment of the fucking episode. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I made an intro. Yeah, you did. And it's going right in the dump bin. <laughs> Right to the recycle bin. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Adam. Good work. Without that, you would have, you would have never tasted the first kiss apple. It's a good apple. It is good. Uh, but yeah, I will say, um, I think uh, my real dark side moment of the episode. Um, I don't know. I, I I guess just Arinda Price being that's what I was gonna say. Arinda Price just being the most vapid, just brainless just programmed robot ever blind just loyalty just blind loyalty for for an empire for for an entity that would never do anything for her um just just uh, she just is a means to an end to them that's it and uh just very sad so what's yours my dark side i'll i i will give it to it even though it does have its positives seeing gregor go is sad yeah but he went on his own terms 
and he made it very clear as Rex was holding him as the life went out of his eyes. Yes. But it was very sad to see him go. It was. It was sad. Um, and Wolf wasn't there either, which is sad because no! they spent so much time together. You Rex know? is going to have to break the news to Wolf. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you think they're going to put him in like a Folgers can? Something tells and me that. And just go spread his ashes by the fucking the, the big bongo piss shark? <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like Donnie and, uh, yeah. and Big Lebowski when they dump him out of the Folgers can. It just comes back and hits them something, in the face. Something tells me Wolf's intellect is very similar to Walter's in the Big Lebowski. He does strike me as Walter-like. So he, yeah. will, he will be giving a speech and start talking randomly about Da Nang. Yeah. And Gregor never saw the, the shores. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, so that's your dark side moments of the episode. Thank you, Rex. Get that Folgers can ready, bud. Oh, yeah. You gotta get it up. You gotta get it up. Cheap butter. Mandy. No more Apple Talk. Mandy. No more Apple Talk. Mandy. Good morning, Bone Brian. Gina Grad. Good morning. Ball Brian, Gina Grads are fired. Gina Crown will come on the podcast. Help me, Ninja Springer, be canceled. Okay. Dark Horse, hero of the episode. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to uh, a guest. <laughs> Actually, I don't know. I Maybe I want to do him in the power rankings. I don't know. <laughs> I sent you that screenshot. <laughs> yeah, we got a screenshot. I will post it somewhere. It's freaking ridiculous. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with a gassed Andrew Gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he is just shocked. Look at the picture one more time. He is just... <laughs> the guy's a fucking mess in this picture. It's fucking great. His face is show... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look up. We'll post this guy next to Andrew Gold, and you'll see it for yourself. But he is shocked at the goings-on in Lafal City. So he's my dark horse here of the episode. Who's yours? Um, I went with a brave red-haired riot leader. All right, you know, red-haired the, riot guy. When the when the doors open and the stormtroopers are like stepping foot on Lethal, there's a, a semi-attractive red-haired riot leader who is holding up a black a, a blaster to all of the stormtroopers. Okay, really taking point on it. Now, is this the one that I referred to as regular lady? <laughs> it might have been. Well, I don't know. You're really talking her up. She was a looker. Okay. All right. So what are you going with the name here? Uh, Brave Red-Haired Riot Leader. (laughs) All right. Brave Red-Haired Riot Leader and a gassed Andrew Gold. (laughs) Okay. Some Lothalian citizens showing us something. Also, Um, it does seem like... Like, since the Empire has moved out, yeah, they really, like, wasted no time in gentrifying Lothal City. Oh, certainly Because that thing got built up quick. Yeah. It did. Um, They got uh, some... It's... uh, I don't know. Lethal's an interesting planet. It's one city and then, like, nothing else. Uh Just wheat. Just wheat and Aqualush bulls spilling out. Dude, his... Oh, God. Just wait until he gets into the water supply. They need multiple statues for that guy. (laughs) He's bent over. (laughs) Uh, Okay, here we go. The Clone Cast presents... Power Rangers, talk to me. Yeah! Are you? Little child. 
power ranking. So we're going to go through a whole list. Of we, we, you know, you can go back to the last episode and look at some of our other. Uh, I broke them down into anyway, classes. You know, shockingly low, shockingly high brackets, brackets critters. Uh, I don't even know what did you really do. Um, but first, let's do our power rankings for this episode, um, and then we'll get a final total, and we'll give you who the real. I have a list called the real rankings, which is just <laughs> actual characters so uh adam who is number one for uh family reunion and farewell for you who's getting three points number one i mean how many points can we give them i don't know if we need to go individual or together but zeb's feet zeb's they're, they're getting ranked number one <laughs> yes, i are. don't know if they need i think three points for each foot is probably yeah so and i'm also going with zeb's feet those so, things were yeah. showing me something. So we're going to go ahead and give Zev's feet 12 points. This is their swan song. This is their swan song, which brings Zeb Zeb's feet to 20 points <laughs> total. <laughs> okay. Um. So Zeb's feet is number one for both of us in this episode. Really? Yeah. God damn. Yeah. Those things have saved the day multiple <laughs> Those times. Those things were doing stuff. Yeah. They're better than his goddamn hand. Yeah. He is effective. Okay. Who's number two? Number two, I went with Ezra Bridger. Ezra Bridger. I think that's the obvious Just choice. Just very sincerely. Yeah. This was his episode. Yeah. So Ezra Bridger is getting two points for me as well, which is going to bring his final tally to 83 points. Um, okay. And who is your number three? Number three, got to be Gregor. Gregor. Um, the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. Um, now, I'm going to do something a little unorthodox, but I'm going to give it to... I'm going to give a point to Aqualush Bull. Okay. Um, I'm going to give a point to Aqualush Bull for providing us uh, just endless, endless entertainment. entertainment. <laughs> just this nothing character um, that became uh, truly... <laughs> A clone cast legend. I really need to go back and listen to the genesis of when that happened. It's it's probably. <laughs> I gotta tell you, it's probably top moment on the podcast for me. <laughs> Just the run that we've gotten out of that nothing character. And to be fair to my Lothalian queen Conch Gal, I would be remiss if I didn't recognize her. Um, Hera has run away with it, so Hera knows I love her. Yeah. But I'm going to recognize Conchgel again and give her a point as well. So her and Aqualush Bull finished tied uh, with 56. Um, so that is mine. Now is the fun part. Okay, so let's do the real rankings first, shall we? Yeah. Does that sound good? Okay, so. Um, how many how many uh, candidates do we have in the real rankings? Um, so I, I broke it down to about 20 here, a little less. I don't know. I don't have an exact count. Hold on. I'm just trying to make sure Gregor. Okay, Gregor got his one point today. <laughs> it's too bad. I'm surprised we didn't give Gregor some points. Me too. It is possible we missed some stuff. I don't know. I mean. Well, I'm sure he got Dark Horse and, and yeah. Goodhood a couple of times. Yes. Um. So, uh, number one, the one and only uh, one of my two girlfriends that entered the polycule. There was only two entered the polycule. I was very picky this time around. Um, yes, that would be the one and only Hera Syndulla. So Hera Syndulla, 111 points. Coming in second with well 83. Deserved. 
just kicked the crap out of the competition. Second place at 83 is Ezra Bridger. Uh, we can give him one more. Now it's Okay. I mean, that's some good character development. Dude, he, he came a long way. Yeah, especially in the last, like, half of the final uh -huh. season. He is... I like him a million times more than I... I mean, if this was the character the whole time, probably would be giving Hera a run for her money. And I'm and talking follow-through. I mean, the way that he's delivering in Ahsoka, that oh, series? Yeah. yeah. Really true great character. character. Uh, speaking of great characters, number three. Sabine ran with 62. Uh-huh. Yes. Um, obvious choice, just like Ezra. Uh, a real badass. Probably the most badass. Yep. Uh, doesn't miss a shot. Killed, I don't know, if we were doing a counter, speaking of, we'll have to announce our chopper numbers here in a second, but uh, she probably is second most killed. Found next herself. Chopper. Yes. Really, really great character. Great character. Uh, and then the aforementioned uh, coming in tied fourth is Conchgal and Aqualush Bowl. Our Lethalian legends. Um, next up, the genocidal one himself. Chopper with 54 points. Uh, Chopper, uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. Funny guy. Funny guy. And you know the clone cast loves astromechs. Uh -huh. We love killer astromechs. So Chopper with 54. All righty then. So coming in sixth, Jedi Knight Kanan Jarrus. Uh, 49 points. And then I put in parentheses, five for Caleb Doom. So he'd actually tie Chopper. Yeah. Um, uh, but yes. So Jedi Knight, Kanan Jarrus. So that is that. Okay. Now we're getting into uh, some characters that aren't considered to be uh, main characters here. I mean, uh, they, they have main character moments, but uh, it's getting a little more obscure. But categorized differently. Yes. But straight ahead, I mean, this one is pretty obvious. We got Rex with 37 points. Um, the thing with Rex is we go, like, weeks without seeing Rex. Yeah. And it's just too bad. He's a featured player. He's a featured player on Saturday Night Live. Yep. But he's got he's 37 one of those guys points. He's in the credits where it says, and yeah. as Rex. Yes. So uh, that is Rex coming in seventh. Next up, we got a droid. AP5. Where was 27. he in this last episode? Just abandoned as a character in the last season. Uh-huh. I love AP5. He's so great. Yes. Um, so AP5, tying AP5, the one and only, my dog's namesake, and Moe's dog's namesake, Ahsoka Tano with 27. So... Ahsoka and AP5 tying at 27 for 8th place. Um, next up, Zeb's lover, Callus, uh, with 21 points in ninth. Oh, those place. two are fucking. Yeah. There's not um, a doubt in my mind. Now, next up, one of our favorite characters, but uh, he, he was a shooting star. Burned brightly and it was gone quick with 20 points in 10th place. The Bendu. Ah, <laughs> from a deep slumber. Okay. Now, the next one. In 11th place, a, a favorite from the Clone Wars and also a favorite in Rebels whenever he was on the screen. Hondo Anaka with 19 points. Um, that so voice that, work. Yes. Second to none. Yes. Uh, Jim Cummings, fucking yep. whales. Hold on a second here. Okay, so he's 11th. So in 12th, with 20 points, Zeb 
a.k.a. Freebird. <laughs> now, you will remember that I had Zeb at, like, negative points through most of the entire uh, first season. Yep. Um, so, Zeb is getting 18 points. Now, I do want to state. You Zeb, were waiting for him to pay off. Yeah. He paid off. So, Zeb finishes with 18 points in 12th place. Now, it should be said, when we get to our without sentience category, Zeb's feet <laughs> has 20 points. So Zeb's feet scored more points than Zeb himself. Are we sure they're not sentient, though? After this last episode, I think it calls into question. Well, I mean, the thing is, they are in the sense that they are part of Garazeborelios. That's true, yes. But I like to think of them as just like these fight-or-flight kind of reaction to the adrenaline pumps and Zeb's mind turns off and the feet just take over and it's evolutionary, you know, and they just dominate uh-huh. the situation. So I'm going without sentience. Zeb's feet get more point than Zeb himself. Zeb's feet were cooler than Zeb himself. Love Zeb, but the feet are better. Okay. Those things could defuse a bomb. All right, I'm losing track of where I are. There was uh, 12. 13th. Thrawn with 11 points. One of the great villains we've ever had. So good. Yes. Um, and um, Mr. Mickelson, bravo. Uh, That's great off. job. Um, next up, 14th place, Darth Maul slash Old Master <laughs> with 10 points. Um, Darth Maul, another great villain. Um, okay. 15th place, all alone with 7 points. Sebo, hey, Sebo, Sebo, love that Sebo. Um, next up in sixteenth, uh, the only thing this guy really did wrong was he's related to Mark Madigan. That would be Admiral Sato with six points. <laughs> I forgot that that's his nephew or something. And then finally, um, I guess I could put him in the old guard, but I'm just gonna go ahead and give it to Gregor with a point. Yeah. He's gonna stay here in the real rankings. So Gregor got a point. Okay, now, now we just have to get to all the ones. So if you want to hear the ones we did last week, Critters, Shockingly High, Shockingly Low, Clone Castanovas, Lesser Zach, uh, Left for Dead, uh, I don't even know, what did they do? Um, you can get those last week. I'm not going to review them. We just don't have time. So, all right. First, let's do real people. So, Low Energy Lando slash Billy D with four points. <laughs> Ashley he was Eckstein. really yes. phoning it in. He was really phoning in. And we had a behind-the-scenes featurette where you could see him visually phoning it in. Uh, Ashley Eckstein with three points. Voice of a well deserved. David Oyolu with two points. Another great voice actor. Jason Isaac. That's a throwback to season one. Two points. The, the, the Grand, Grand Inquisitor. Inquisitor. Um, also, weird-looking Yoda. That would be Mr. Frank Oz with a point. And uh, Dead Guy, Alec Guinness. Yeah. Yeah. So Alec Guinness getting a point. Okay. So that's your real people section of the Power Rangers. Okay. Next up, I got a section called The Old Guard. Now, The Old Guard is characters that we have come to know and love from previous Star Wars franchises. So um, here we go. Uh, Number one with six points, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, getting six points. Tying him, we have two. Princess Leia with six from the Lojack episode. And Wedge with six points. So there you go. Um, now, right on their heels, we got some baddies. We got Tarkin 
with five points. Um, we got a couple brave Rylothians. Numa, our friend from the Clone Wars yep. 5, and one and only Cham Sindula. Oh, Mr. Sindula with five points. The big daddy himself. Yes. And we also have a Mandalorian who is quite a minx, one of my girlfriends from House Kreese. That would be Bo-Katan. All right. So, right behind him, Saw Gerrera, four points. Lies! Deceptions. Uh, Vader getting four points. R2-D2. Uh-huh. The true all-star. He popped up quick. With three. Um, and it was good. He showed out. Orson Krennic with three. Very good. Um, we also have uh, Gobi, another brave Rylothian with uh-huh. three points. Gobi from the Clone War Day. He's a good lieutenant. Um, Hold on, I gotta get my power ranking music back. We just can't with that. Okay, there we go. Um, then finally, up next, with two points. I don't remember how I um weaseled my way into giving her points, but the original, the one and only. The Duchess Satine Freeze. Say her name. Say her goddamn name. Um, and then finally. From the old guard, Mon Mothma with one point. I love her, and I think she's the next up in the poly. She's she's right there. She's, she's delivering. Yeah. Uh, she's going to be in the polycule one day. And then finally, Yoda. Looking very weird. Okay, so that is the old guard. Any thoughts so far, Adam? Any any thoughts on these? No, it's I. I they all deserve it. They all deserve it. They're all legends in their own right. Okay. This section is called We Needed More. So characters that had promise, but you just needed more for them to really get in there. So, Rook with four points. Sumar with four points. Love Sumar. Wife getting plowed out by uh-huh. Aqualush Bull. Next up, we have... Now, this this character got three points, and I don't remember it, but it's AIDS Authorian. <laughs> So I'm guessing it was an Athorian that looked very ill. Very skinny, if I yes. do believe. Um, and tying AIDS Athorian with three is Saw's Helmet, guys. <laughs> they broke and rule. And one of Adam's fave, coming in with three points, Ambrose Burnside Aqualush. Yep. Do you think he's related to the bull? I think he made an appearance in this episode, yes, too. Yes, he did. Do you think he's related to the bull? they got to be at least cousins. Okay. Um, next up, with one point, Quarry. Remember Quarry. Quarry the Quarren? Uh, is he a Quarren? I think so. Quarry. Which one was Quarry? Was he the... Um, it's either a car- It's either a Quarren I think it's Quarry. a Mon Cal, isn't it? Either that or it is an actual Quarry, like a rock Quarry. It could be we a rock. Well, I spelled to. it differently. I spelled it different than Quarry. It's spelled I-E. Okay, it is. It's the Mon Cal. He, broke, he, he built the B-Wing. Oh, yes. <coughs> yes. That's right. Yes, that's why it is. The crazy Interesting guy. that they call him Quarry, though. That is that is odd. Yeah. Really bad politics on Mon Cal. Very <laughs> yeah. interesting how these Quarrens are kind of just um, given uh, second-rate citizenship. Yeah. Yeah. Very odd. Yeah. I don't trust that Lee Char. No. I don't trust that Lee Char. Um, okay, so that is Quarry, Mr. B-Wing himself. Um, okay, Tumbling Thielen guy has a point. Don't remember where he came from. <laughs> no recollection. With one point, one of my faves, Strong Snivian. 
And finally, with one point, the one and only Spray Tan Conch Gal. Okay. So Spray Tan Conch Gal. Okay, Adam. Now this next segment here, probably this next section is probably my favorite. This is the where are they section. And there's one person. I don't even think they got a point. I just put them on here. Iron Squadron Potato. Where where are they? That is a very good point. Where is my potato boy? Where is my brave corn-fed boy? Where is he? I don't know. Okay. Should we get to the droids? Yep. Okay, droids. BG with six points. Now, BG is Quarry's astromech that assists That's right. Him. Yes. Very cool astromech. Next up, EG86 with three points. EG86. Now, if we type that in, <laughs> EG86 was a gonk power droid, a masculine gonk power droid, um, and uh, apparently was stationed on... EG-86 first appeared in Blood Sisters, the eighth episode of season two of the Star Wars Rebels television series. I think there was like a, an island of lost droids and some cargo that Hera and Sabine found. Oh, I'm, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there had to be one droid that had personality on that yes. island. And EG-86, the gonk power droid, got it. Um, okay. <laughs> Next up with two points. Soup droid. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's a droid that was serving soup. I would hope so. Yeah, and that I think that has you written all over it. Okay, tying soup droid is a droid by the name of LS-21. Now, LS-21, um, okay, first of all, LS-21 is not a robot. I just looked it up. It's a female TIE pilot fighter. <laughs> So, LS-21, I am sorry for misgendering, um, uh, uh, not misspeciizing mis you? you or whatever. Whatever the correct verbiage would be there, I don't know. Um, so, apologies. <laughs> apologies uh, to LS-21. Either way, hell of a pilot. Hell of a pilot. Pretty sure they got blown up. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, now with a point, R3. <laughs> Let's go. Let's hear for R3 with a point. Did R3 show up in this... I vaguely... Now, when I think R... He was an astromech for somebody. Yeah. Um, one point, Medroid. <laughs> just, just a random Medroid got a point. Uh, another one with a point, Pyramid Head Imperial Astromech. <laughs> and then finally, the final droid, Standard Imperial Astromech with one point. Um, so... Yeah. God damn. I, I'm going to lose my voice tonight, man. <laughs> this is fucking long. Okay. Finally. Well, wait. No, not finally. The two remaining <laughs> giant ones. Without sentience. Coming in first, Zeb's feet with 20 points. Well deserved. Coming in second, without sentience, with two points. There's a big tie. It's a log jam of twos and ones. Ghost with hoots. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the ghost... When they were transporting, I think it was like Tibana gas or something, and it looked like it had tits. So the ghost with hoots got two points from me, I believe. Um, now, um, not to be outshined by Soup Droid, but Soup gets two points. <laughs> <laughs> and also, uh, a lovely element getting two points, Heat. 
Um, the Finns are notorious for their heat. Heat gets two <laughs> points. All right. And then the final one with two is treasure. Um, I don't know if this has something to do with as Morrigan, possibly. Probably. But probably. Uh, treasure for two points. Now we're down to the one-pointers. Boot has a point. <laughs> Boot. Uh, Rake has a point. Now, this is a favorite of mine, um, and I'm surprised it doesn't have more, to be honest, because we talked the shit out of it. Zeb's Devil Sticks with one point. <laughs> um, also with one point, another one we loved, Space Walker. I was waiting yeah. for this one. That was my favorite. Now, this one I want to get to know better, but I'm not sure where it came from, but I love it. Slow Escape Shuttle with one point. <laughs> now, was this Hondo when he was bailing with Melch? I don't remember. I don't know. But it sounds funny to me. The slow escape shuttle with a point. Now, this one, I don't know what it was, but I, I'm sure it served a purpose in the episode. Holes with one point. That's holes. Uh, the movie starring, uh, what's that guy's name? Sheila LaBeouf. Holes. I don't know what holes are, though. I mean, it must I have, have been, no recollection. They must have hidden a hole. There had maybe? to be a black hole or yeah. some something got sucked into a hole. Maybe there was holes. Yeah, there were holes that they were hiding. Um, now, I don't know what this was, uh, but Shadowcaster gets a point. Shadowcaster. Oh, that's... Uh, is that, that Jeb's... Is that Zeb's bow staff? No, it's what's-her-name's ship. Ketsu's ship. It's there Ketsu's ship. Okay, yes. Um, not to be outdone, uh, another a vehicle of sorts, a vertical ATTE with one point. Um, and then finally, in the without, without sentience um, bracket here, we have spinning wheel with negative 10. <laughs> we did not like the spinny sabers. We don't like the spinny sabers. Okay. Mercifully, that brings us to our final section. Our final category of power rankings. It's the longest. There's 27 of oh them. Oh, my God. Buckle the fuck in. This is the brave category. So... As you may know, we have assigned the title of Brave to many of our favorite characters. Coming in first place with nine points in the Brave category, Brave Bug Boy Geonosian. <laughs> so it's Brave Bug Boy and then in parentheses, Geonosian. He deserves it. He fucking rocked. Saw treated him like shit. And actually, I'm going to go back. Let's see. I am taking a point away from Saw for his treatment of Bug Boy, so Saw now falls behind Vader at three points. Makes total sense. And he is tied with R2. Because Brave Bug Boy, you were the fucking man. We love that Brave Bug Boy. He was Boy. trying to protect his egg. Dude. He was keeping his species alive. And Saw is just like, and I trying need to yeah. warn them about the destruction of the galaxy that was that Literally, they're not paying attention to the shit he's drawing. He doesn't have vocal cords. You have to try to communicate with him in another way. It's like Obi-Wan when he was commuting with the Talls and Anakin fucked it up. Remember yeah. that? Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, we got some with three points here. Here's the three-pointers. Brave Ominous Lothwolf. Very nice. Some uh -huh. Great Lothwolf action in this. Um, Brave Snivian Turret Guy. <laughs> A recent entry. Um, we also have Brave Defender Tripod. Okay, um, I it must have been a tripod that was holding up a, a defender. I assuming. Yes. Um, now this guy, a near and dear to my heart, uh, and you know, uh, 
probably also near and dear to your heart. It's it, it, it's a reminiscence of our past. Brave Carving Station Chef Hat Engineering That's guy. That's right. Old Country Buffet. Brave Carving Station Chef Hat Engineering Why don't you give us some of that guy. roast beast? God. <laughs> Put a bullet in my brain. Okay. <laughs> Just leave me alone, sir. It's 930 at night. Why are you still here? I don't want to give you the roast <laughs> beast. Died. Enjoy your brisket, asshole. Okay. Uh, brave A-Wing pilots with three points. I believe those are the ones that got blown up by Fen Rouse. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, also with three points. Brave alarm cat. Alarm clock loft cat. Excuse oh, me. Yeah, brave yeah. alarm clock loft cat. Um, also keep it in the critter factory here. Um, now, these are critters that weren't that were assigned brave as opposed to the critters yeah. in the room. Um, Obi-Wan's Brave Dubak Steve. Yes. <laughs> Twin Suns episode. Great stuff. Um, okay. Brave Astromech Bouncer. All right. I didn't know we had an Astromech Bouncer, but apparently we did. Here we go. Some more Lothcats for you. Brave Shooting Star Lothcat. Um, There's got to be at least four Brave Lothcats in this. We have some more coming up. Um, okay. Now we're down to the two-pointers. Brave Aqualush Bull Children with two points. I believe I just started describing any Aqualush I saw in Lethal. They are related to yes. Aqualush Bull. His goo has been uh, has been curated into a powder, a fine powder, and turned into Febreze-like mist and sprayed all over the fields of wheat. He has they ingest his... the wheat, and then the seed is digested, and babies are born. He has spread his seed yes. all, uh, all, all over Far Lothal, and wide. Almost as much as his brain has yes. been spread over well, the fields of wheat. Well, the thing about his brain is that's the mist. They ground <laughs> up his brain, and it actually turned into semen. And then they put it into the wheat supply through a uh, through an aromatic mist of some kind. Permeated, and now they're all eating it on the fall. And like men and women, they're all getting pregnant. Everybody's fucking pregnant. Just aqualush bull children, the children of the sun. Okay. Um, next up, brave white ghost lothcat. So another lothcat. We know that guy. Another lothwolf, brave wild lothwolf. Um, next up, we have another lawful. Brave motion painting lawfuls. <laughs> uh, here's one of Adam's uh, heavy hitters that he dropped on us. Brave spaghettified tie fighter. Oh, yeah. Points. Got ripped up. I think it was a black hole yep. or something, right? Yep. Um, now, with two points, double brave Rodian. <laughs> um, this Rodian was very brave, I guess. Um, next up, Snivian Stossel Braves. Now, that's oh, the yeah. character in the background. It's like, I will fight with the man. Snivian <laughs> <laughs> Stossel. Um, and then also their Snivian friend, I believe. Yep. Um, yeah, so. um, they Those were really the excited to fight. Yeah. didn't have a family that they were yeah. itching to get back to. Yeah, not to be confused. I mean, I believe that is just John's brave John Stossel yeah. guy. Um, so, um, next up. Uh, brave Aqualush position falling stormtrooper. <laughs> I don't know. They got two points though. I don't know what it is. I think it was a stormtrooper <laughs> that would that fell and landed like Aqualush bull died. And apparently it tickled both of us. Yes, um, or one of us, and then we created it and became a stupid fucking thing um, that we don't remember. Okay, next up, brave Raleigh fingers Aqualush. <laughs> now I'm curious if brave Raleigh fingers Aqualush. <laughs> I'm curious. Is that just Ambrose Burnside Aqualush, and that's the original name it I gave it? It must be. It must be. I don't know, but it's a separate cat. 
Next up, Brave Ezra Bridger, for some reason. It's a point. Okay, I guess that's different. One episode, than, he was pretty yeah. brave. Brave Imperial Astromech with a point. We're down to the points now. Uh, shout out to Devin. Brave Cincinnati, Ohio. Oh, the, yeah. The, the, the T-Swift concert. Uh, brave. Bo-shuda. Yeah, Bojuda. Brave Force-sensitive Bo Staff with a point. Brave Rodian Administrator with a point. Love the guys that push papers. I'm just um, imagining one of our listeners just hitting the the fast forward 15 yeah. seconds, and it's just every snippet they hear is brave, brave, yeah. brave, brave. First, the Sega Bass fishing every sound effect <laughs> ever, and now this. <laughs> I guess this is probably more entertaining than that. Um, next up, we got four more. Let's finish them up. Brave, brave Rider Azadi fashion choices. Love that penis helm. Um, finally, here we go. Brave Dumb Guy Death Trooper. Um, I don't know. Uh, we have Brave Dog Pilot, and then in parentheses, I have Clatoonian? Question <laughs> mark? I think we thought it was a Clatoonian, but yeah. we weren't sure, but he got blown up. And then finally, where it all started, with one point, Brave Loth Cat. That was, I think, our first there it Brave. Is. Just no the brave specialization. So that is mercifully the end of power rankings until next time <laughs> we'll see him then so all right we got two more to go let's do this. i beg your pardon but what do you mean naked <laughs> my parts are showing my goodness <laughs> take home the cake who's gonna be the final good hood who's the final fashion icon of rebel who was looking hot okay adam who's your fashion icon for the finale of rebels family reunion and farewell it's hard it is hard there's many many candidates for this there truly is Shiv with his costume change. Yeah, Sheev, yeah. Sheev. Yep. Hollow Sheev. Hollow Sheev, yep. that's a good one. Uh, Ahsoka the White. Also. Yes, very good. In the running. But uh, she was looking cons- great. Interestingly, not white in the Ahsoka show. Very true. That's the weird, interesting Some retconning. Thing. Yes. Um, but there is one standout for me. Okay, who is it? And I know I've seen him before. I couldn't remember if he got Dark Horse or Good Hood before. But he made an appearance. I, I picked him out of the crowd. I'm going with a wide Athorian. Wide Athorian. <laughs> yes. Okay, we got a wide one. Not like AIDS Athorian. In the crowd of this episode, yeah. it was like his face was like widened a bit. Hear me out. Brave AIDS Athorian <laughs> sells out and helps the Empire and they get him fat. That could be. And he snuck by the whole time, got fat, survived the Empire. Now they're gone. And he's just eating them up. Eating them up, and people just never knew. They Time just never stamp, knew. Thirty-nine sixteen. All if right. If you want to go look them up for yourself, if you want to see Wide Athorian, thirty-nine sixteen. Um. Now, honestly, I, I have to. I've already mentioned him once, but it's a gas Andrew Gold. 
He looks like Callus's long lost brother. <laughs> he, really His, does. he is so shocked at what's going on. And like he's got some standard kind of Lethalian hood going on here. He doesn't have a cool hat or anything. He's just got long Andrew Gold hair and a beard. Although realistically, he's the only one that's reacting reasonably in that fucking crowd. Because there's whales really showing up out of nowhere. Yeah. So if you want to see him, check him out at thirty four forty four. In absolute fucking force. Maybe he was in other episodes. I just never noticed him in the background. But this time, dude fucking stole that scene. Yep. So I'm going with aghast Andrew Gold. Just selling it. Just fucking selling it. All right. That is your final good hook for Star Wars Rebels. I wonder what resistance. The final counter. What did Chopper end up with? What do we got for Chopper? Okay. Now, there are a, a very wide count of where these are. Um, now, a lot of the times with Chopper, this is Chopper's kill counter. So whenever Chopper racks up a kill, because he's, he's a bloodthirsty killing machine. He has the bloodlust. He needs to satiate the bloodlust. Chaos agent. He has his dark passenger. He's Dexter. He's Dexter. He has the dark passenger that must be satisfied. We, when he takes direct orders, we have not counted them. We have not counted them. So if he took orders that led to a Star Destroyer blowing up, we don't count it. Um, that's just, uh, that's just uh, it's, it's, uh, it's part of the war. What we do count... <laughs> Is when he goes out of his way to kill people. Yes, um, and or gleefully enjoys it. Um, so when it's it's when it's a chopper decision to make the kills. When he pistol whipped that one guy. Yes, that was good stuff. Now I've I've seen multiple online estimations um, that range anywhere from four thousand to fifty thousand. Now the fifty thousand is really. Um, I think that lumps in droids. It lumps in a bunch of stuff. So um, we're just going with the ones that we did. So um, I've seen anywhere around 4,000. And our official clone cast count is 4,351 kills for Chopper. Most of that is that one Star Destroyer that he did blow up. But the Gravity Well one was quite yes. the fuck. But he had some ones that were so comical. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean... Um, Quite a hefty number from Chopper. Easily the most. I think Sabine would probably come in second, but Chopper far and away. 4,351 Decent tally. Um, yeah, for old Chopper C-110P. Um, here, let's hear it for him. I mean, he was a hero, man. He was a fucking hero. So, um, all right. Wow. That's all she wrote. Thank you, Yoda. Thank you, Chewbacca. Now, this is the old tagline section. Tagline never really applied to Rebels because in Rebels, um, we didn't have taglines. In the Clone Wars, we had taglines. And what I would do is I would predict the next episode based off of that tagline. During Rebels, we were not afforded that luxury. So I just predicted it based off the episode title. So with that, in the spirit of things, Adam, it's your turn now. So, Adam... Um, I'm going to have you guess, based off the episode title, what you think is going to happen. All right. Um, in the first episode of Resistance, which is called The Recruit. So what's your the prediction? Recruit. The, the Recruit. The Recruit or Recruits? 
one, singular, The Recruit. Season one, episode one, The Recruit. Yes. I think we're going to get some backstory on Poe Dameron. Okay. I think we're going to go back. We're going to see. Uh, also, Poe Dameron, we're going to go back to his uh, maybe childhood. We're going to go oh. and visit him on Yavin 4. Okay. And see where this young man came from. Very interesting stuff. So Adam's first ever prediction. Did you know he's native to Yavin 4? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I saw that recently. Somebody Oscar Isaac is requested native, it, right? Is native to Guatemala. Okay, where they shot all the scenes for Yavin Four. So he requested. So he requested. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's very cool. Um, so the recruit, the recruit. Well, we get the background of Poe Dameron, young Poe Dameron, coming up. Um, we shall see, or maybe something more interesting. So that will be in 2024. Um, we haven't picked an exact date. Um. I think it'll probably be right past winter. It'll probably be a spring type thing would yeah. be my guess. Somewhere we'll around see. spring. Um, we will be releasing bonus episodes, though, and we'll just kind of checking, checking in. in. We're not going to be we're not going to be completely silent. What's the here. next series coming out? Is that Bad Batch? Is maybe Skeleton Crew or Acolyte? Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, if a series comes out in between now and when we jumpstart re- uh, Resistance. Keep checking in. Yeah. There, there might be a, uh, but who knows, there might be a clone cast holiday special. Yeah. Coming up. Maybe we'll take a visit down memory lane and watch some of our favorite Clone Wars episodes. Yeah. Do a remix review of some kind. Uh, the possibilities are endless. We're not going away completely. We are just going on a formal break with no uh, scheduled episode releases. If you want to check in with us, too. Clonecastpod at gmail.com. Reach out. We're going to be on the Discord. Discord. You better be on the Discord. I'll be on the Discord. Yeah. We're also going to try to make more content. I've I got plenty of recommends. I've been planning on making TikToks and all this stuff. And the YouTube channel is on the fucking, you know, there's just stuff like, I don't know. I have ideas. I just have a very hard time of getting my head straight enough to just execute them all the time. Yeah, of course. So, so, many, so if so I ever could focus, we would probably have a lot of content because I have certainly a lot of shit in my stupid head. So, um, But hopefully that break will bring some of that out. We'll check in in bonus episodes. Uh, but with that, Adam... Where can the listeners reach out? Like I just said, clonecastpod.gmail.com. Reach out. We love emails from all of our clonecast adobes. On TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, or X, at clonecastpod. Reach out if you want to join the Discord. We'll send you that link right away. Again, at the end of this, I love all of you clonecast adobes. Thank you so much for your support. And you, Thanks for writing in. some guy right now that's catching up to this in February, we love you too. Yes, absolutely. We love all of you. Thank you all. We love you all. We'll see you next time for the first episode of Resistance. Until then, may the Cortland apple be with you. Tragedy of Crispin's Day.